Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, and we are back, so you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. The hideout is packed tonight, of course. Uh, myself and Dubs, Trunks, the executive producer of the hideout, manning the AOL Instant Messenger, real radio hideout. Uh, Tommy Bateman is the director. Handles the talk and roll controls responsible for the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. And uh, Deuce Childerone is here. Utility. Uh, he's our utility douche. Yeah, you can plug him in anywhere. Hmm. I think that's actually the problem. Mm-hmm. And then finally joining us. Not uh, good for his T-cells. I'm already calling him the greatest intern of all time because he just hasn't had a chance to let us down yet. And that is intern Gibbs. Uh, and they will be screening your phone calls collectively between the two of them. So, again, 407-916-1041, and star-1041. On your singular wireless phones, Dubs, I don't know about you, but I am so happy to be back. I I know you said you could have used an extra couple of days. I could have. I, you I, didn't do anything, dude. Exactly. It was terrific. It's not like you have a hard life any, anyway. You don't usually do Anything uh, to begin with? Well, the last couple days of uh, okay, I won't I won't get into it because I don't want to ruin the sure. game show later. Hey, if, but if I, you, you can go ahead and say it because if they're listening two hours from now, that's great. Okay, I I was sick the last couple days of vacation, so you know I I feel like I missed out. I feel like I uh, I deserve a couple of mulligan days where I come back and uh, I get to go again for a couple extra days. Absolutely not. I saw you on vacation. The reason you're sick is because you got no physical movement. You literally sat in your apartment with your buddy Brian, playing video games, pretending to be gay men online. <laughs> that was fun. And just downing <laughs> diet pills and smoking and uh, caffeine, energy drinks. That was your vacation. Well, when you're sitting on your ass a lot, you need a lot of energy drinks to keep you going. You know, I mean, when you're that active, the only thing that can help out is a nice monster. So, uh, anyway, also coming up tonight, J-Dubs, I, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, we've reformatted the show a little bit. So, if you want to be a winner, uh, hang tight. In the next 20 minutes, we have moved up the Hideout Headlines game show to the second break in the 7 o'clock hour. So, as soon as we go to break, we'll come back. You'll have a chance to win some Hideout door prizes. So, keep the phone numbers handy. Uh, 9 o'clock, we're going to bring back an old favorite. Whose weekend was it? Um, we'll get into it a little bit more, but we're going to start doing game shows during the nine o'clock, uh, that first break in the nine o'clock hour. So on Mondays, it will be whose weekend was it or tonight's version, whose vacation was it? Now, those are some staples we want to get into. Also this evening, uh, it's the first day of the week, so we're going to talk to our buddy, 
uh, Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. A couple of things I want to ask uh, Tom about today include the whole buzzed and driving campaign that was everywhere as far as television is concerned. Buzzed and driving. It's not drinking and driving anymore? No, the new thing is now uh, buzzed and driving. Well, that takes me out of pain pill driving and uh, crystal meth driving. You know, I didn't even think about that, but I wonder if that is even part... It was more of, hey, you've had to, you've had some to drink. You, You're you not wasted. Have, you have that uh, that beginning alcohol buzz, and that's too much. So I didn't even realize you're going on this level. So we'll talk to uh, we'll ask the attorney about that, and also too a couple of bullet stories mm-hmm. that went on um, here in Orlando, just like in the last three days. One about the mom who was shot in the eye essentially while watching fireworks from some dumbass fired into the air. And then, two, there was another one about a guy who got shot in the head while he was sleeping. Didn't realize it, though. He just thought he had a bad headache until he went to the doctor. Who's the real dumbass? The guy shooting the uh, the, the gun in the air or the woman staring like a retard into the sky watching bright things flash in front of her? Oh, come on. Don't be nice to her. It was really an awful thing that happened. She was very, very hot, too. And she was holding a baby. If Although, the bullet didn't do it, my thumb would have. Now, here's the other thing. Okay. Give yourself this already in the new Chuck year. Chuck Jock. Already in the new year, five minutes in and you're getting it. I don't like fireworks. But you know what's funny about that? Have you seen Land of the Dead? Mm-hmm. We went to go see it together. That was the whole thing. The way they would distract the zombies is with fireworks. Sky flowers, they called them. Right, exactly. Double M and Edgewater in the hideout. What's going on? Is this the Double M that I met out at uh, the fireworks, actually? Yes, it is. Happy hey. New Year, gentlemen. And to you, my friend, uh, came out and saw me at Phantom Fireworks. Uh, it was Friday. Along with yeah, a few of, the, few of the other heretics, it was a blast. What'd you have, Double M? Um, I was seeing. I know you are probably out drinking and partying New Year's mm-hmm. Eve and doing your thing. Did you happen to see or hear any of Dick Clark on his New Year's Eve show? Double M, this is perfect. I did not see it, but I have the audio. I have heard it, and I want to uh. play it for everybody else. Dubs, oh, it, that that is perfect, Jake. Man, Dubs will probably have about a year's worth of retard jokes now, now, after he, you play that audio. I didn't know if it was Dick Clark or excerpts from The Ringer, because um, it could have <laughs> gone either way. Dubs, I'll play for you a second. Hey, a happy New Year, Double M, and I appreciate you coming out out to Phantom. She changes uh, New Year's Rock and Eve or whatever he calls it to uh, I Am Dick, you know, instead of instead of I Am Sam. Yeah. So mm. I'm what, dude. I got this. I'm a little rusty. Give me a break. Somebody, uh, yeah, you're on your game. Somebody sent that to me at the Hideout Junior Producers. And actually, it was Matt Albert, who's coming up big. Well, always. But what it is, Dubs, is I got three clips of uh, Dick Clark that we have to play for you after the Hideout Headline Game Show. It is one of his first break, like back. You don't even, the first three words you can't even understand. All right? Then it's him counting down. He can't keep up with the countdown. And then the last clip is of him talking about the massive cleanup effort that's going to go on. Now, yes, we will goof, but there's something else that I want to get into. Ma- massive the, cleanup of what, New York? or Yeah, of New York. Now, here's my biggest thing. I'll even throw the question out now until we get to it in a second. Why on earth would you subject yourself to coming back when you're like that, when you have a stroke, don't you figure the best thing is just to go into hiding, especially if you're a public figure? Well, when he first went on TV, half the world stood still watching him and, uh, you know, seeing him make an ass of himself out there. 
I just, all right, so we got the Dick Clark tape, so we got Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. Oh, speaking of tapes, Mad Matt Mateo hosted the uh, mixtapes while we were on vacation. We pulled a few of them. (laughs) I listened a little bit. When I heard him, uh, I thought he did a good job, but when I heard some of the stuff that I didn't get to hear live. Oh, God, no more. Exactly. It was... It, it got off to a very bumpy start. Tell me we at least have that one. Okay, we have the very first one from like... I lived through it. <laughs> so, we'll get to... We have that. We have some hideout predictions. Oh, new thing we're going to do tonight, and every night, unscreened... We're going to do one segment, unscreened phone calls. Uh, that's going to be called Hey Hideout. So, we'll, we'll take your name, where you're from, otherwise, whatever. And then we'll get... Some of them we'll just plop down and we'll go with. So, for one segment a night... It will be all you. Dubs, let's break early. When we come back, uh, time for you to be a winner. Light it up if you want to win some hideout door prizes. Some of the stuff that we got on tap for you this evening include the Shield Season 4 DVD. Ooh. We got a $50 gift certificate for a full AC service at Mickey's Place. Also, a $50 gift certificate to Tan 310. Good towards any tanning package. Pair tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. You know, the Monster's going to be out doing stuff out there. Uh, a lot of great stuff to give away as we do the Hideout Headline Game Show. New Time uh, is next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, you know what? Uh, new host, Gibbs. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, reformatting things. Hideout Headlines Game Show, second break of the show. That is your first task. Create a new open Please, we beg of you. I'm on it, man. I got uh, ideas. Um, now, remember, whenever you call in, uh, ladies are first in the hideouts. So 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, we kick off the Hideout Headlines game show with Heretic turned Hideout Intern. It is uh, Gibbs, and Gibbs here is Noel. All right, Noel, you got five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. They could be true, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. Which category would you like, Noel? I want world. All right, here's world news with Gibbs. All right, world news. This is going to be a multiple choice. All right, there are a reported nine dead and 18 injured after a roof collapse in Germany at a A, skating rink. B, a David Hasselhoff convention. C, a German hip-hop sensation, the Fantastischen Wehr CD signing. Or D, a cannabis convention. Uh, C? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Although that would be an incredibly interesting <laughs> thing to see. What was it? It was actually a, just a regular old skating rink, I right? It was A, an ice skating rink. Um, So I guess they're at the skating rink. Yeah. And there was so much snow... That it just collapsed and um, didn't and it killed how many people? Um, it killed nine and injured eighteen. Are the majority children? Um, yeah, majority children. I would imagine parents. so. Yeah, uh, Dumps. What was the last time you went to a uh, skating rink? Ice skating? Mm-hmm. I've never been ice skating in my life. I haven't either. You know, the ice, I... sk- ice skating doesn't make sense. I don't know how you're supposed to balance yourself on a couple of knives. And I I would like to, I can't even do the rollerblading. I tried rollerblading one time. I fell through a window and cut my arm all up. I swear to God. Well, rollerblading something I'd always want to do because that seems to make a little bit more sense. I'll tell you what, I'm a man on the regular roller skates though. 
I can rock those things. Okay, I don't think that's even possible for, to be a man on roller skates. Now, there's a roller skating rink over here, like behind the Hooters and Rockies replay. Let's do that. How about we go drink at Hooters, then we go roller skating. You and me? Date? As long as we can do the couples. Glitch, you're next up in the hideout. Glitch in Orlando. Uh, National Local Sports or Entertainment. Hideout. Hold on, real quick. Wasn't it the saddest thing when you were at a, when you were with your class out skating and the couples thing would come up and you have to sit over on the side because no one would skate with you? All right, that was me. Here's what was even worse. I couldn't skate, so I took them to the little um, uh, like the place. practice rink. No, not even the practice rink. To like the little bar thing mm-hmm. where they tightened them up. So basically, I was walking with the skates on. I was such a fat, no talent bastard. All right, Glitch, you want uh, national, local sports or entertainment? Sports, okay. All right, here's sports with Gibbs. Already working out great. All right, Glitch. Uh, this is going to be a fill in the blank. Um, it's actually going to be a name fill in the blank. Uh, former Ohio State running back, Blank. Maurice Claret. <laughs> You're a winner. Hold on, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, he uh, he's being uh, accused of robbing two people behind a bar. So let's see. He was on the verge of being a top five pick in the NFL. Yep. Then he gets declined and isn't able to enter the draft. Then he gets signed uh, the next year, third round to the, uh, the uh, Broncos. And then cut during preseason. And not only that, Broncos make a running back. Mm-hmm. Even Ron Dane is doing well there. And now he's robbing bars. Hmm. Uh, nice Ohio State education there, Claret. 407-916-1041, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Now uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll go to uh, Ladies First, as always, in the Hideout. Christina in Orlando next up. National, hey there, national, local, or entertainment. What do you want to go with, Christina? Um, I'll go with entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Gibbs. All right, entertainment. This is a fill-in-the-blank. Um, former act- actor Patrick Cranshaw, who achieved cult-like status in the movie Blanked, died Wednesday at the age of 86. Old school. You're my boy, Blue! Very good. That's right. Blue is dead. Hold on, Aww. Christina. You are a winner. We got a little tribute coming up to him later on in the show tonight. Mm-hmm. But did, it did say, he die in a mud pit? Uh, it died in natural causes. Natural causes being oil wrestling. Mm. <laughs> because that's the way uh, we'd all want to go out. I actually have a little side note here on him, too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it says he was a bank teller in the old Bonnie and Clyde movie and a demolition, demolition derby owner in Herbie Fully Loaded, which was ridiculous. All right, so he wasn't just blue. He, uh, he had a whole career he did. And you know what's funny, too? It's him... He's always the old guy. Yeah. And then that woman um, that did the rapping. There's that, there's that one grandma. From that, the wedding singer? Yeah. She's oh, okay. always the old woman in all the shows. And uh, the midget from Bad Santa is always the black midget. If, they, if you need a black midget, that's the midget you go with. Yeah, probably. More than likely. I've I never seen another black midget on TV other than him. Beetlejuice. Mm, he's not an actor, though. That's true. Uh, actually, He's a bubble boy. <laughs> what a movie. Was that Jake uh, Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Jesus. He's like some goose eggs out there. Yeah. All right, let's go up to uh, Chris in Orlando next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. Um, national or local, which category would you like, Chris? Uh, national, please. All right, here's Gibbs. All right, Chris, it's going to be a multiple choice. Uh, what was found floating in a lake on the grounds of the Citrus Bowl Monday, hours before the Capital One Bowl kicked off? It'll be you if you don't yeah. uh, start reading with more authority. Yeah, be somebody. What is it, Chris? It's a, it was a, unfortunately a dead girl. Yeah, That's woman. True. Yeah, hold on, you're a winner, man. What do you mean unfortunately? Stop. 
be nice. <laughs> right, what, what's the details around this? Um, they say that there, there were no signs of foul play. It was like a middle-aged woman, and it just, uh, she wasn't going to the game or anything. It looks like she just somehow drowned. I don't. Was she walking? What? I mean, did they have any details on this at all? They have no idea, but it scared the crap out of everybody at the game. Really? Yeah, like it was going so good until they found the dead lady in the lake. So it was before the game or after the game? Oh, it was hours before the game. So before the game, while everyone's tailgating, they're looking, and I wonder how long she was in there. Like people think, well, that isn't real, or maybe you know she's wearing a uh, a jersey from another one of the teams or something, and she's just floating there. I got a side note on that too. Thank you. Wisconsin uh, beat Auburn 24 to 10. That was actually a big upset. And by the way, we're talking about bowls real fast. Uh, Texas Tech University letting me down again, not just in my education, but uh, yesterday in the Cotton Bowl. Managed only 10 points after averaging about 42 per game all year. It went from guns up to buns up after that rape. Wow. You're back. I am. <laughs> you are back. Um, send that to Texas Tech. I think that should be the, the headline on the University <laughs> Daily. Buns up. Yeah. No, after rape. <laughs> 407-916-1041. enough, it ties into the lady in the lake, too. Uh, uh, 888-978-1041. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap up the Hideout Headlines game show with Brian and Kissimmee. Brian, you're next up. You are left with local news. Here's uh, Gibbs. All right, it's going to be true or false. The recent collapse of a coal mine, which entrapped 13 coal miners Monday due to an explosion, happened in a town called Smallmansville. True or false? Uh, false. Very good. It was actually Tallmansville. That's the name? Oh, I hung up on him. Damn it. Call back. You won. Yeah, Brian and Kissimmee, call back. You're a winner tonight uh, in the Hideout Headlines game show. Everybody picking up on some door prizes. Nice. Well, good job, Gibbs. Thank you very much. We'll work on your um, enthusiasm, <laughs> but it's already infinitely better enthusiasm-wise than Putin. Thank you. And that is uh, definitely what we are looking for. 407-916-1041, Dubs, we have some time. Let's go ahead and get started with the uh, Dick Clark tapes. Oh, good. Dick Clark, uh, New Year's Rock and Eve, I believe that's what it's called. Now, this is the one when he had, when did he have the stroke? Was it two uh, years, 2004? It was 2004, right before uh, New Year's last year. And so Seacrest did it, right? Yeah, Seacrest did the whole thing last year, no Dick Clark at all. And this year, uh, Seacrest did it again, but Dick Clark came out for a little bit. I'm getting this. Uh, he can definitely improve, but Gibbs with four Bs is already much better than Deuce Chillin' Putin. So congratulations to you, Gibbs. Now, that was written by Tommy. Yeah. Um, so, so here is Dick Clark. Now, Dubs, I'm going to ask you. Be nice. The man had a stroke. Mm-hmm. However. I won't do the stroke of midnight joke like a realer hack. However, let's, um, all right, hold on. There's some controversy. Hmm. Chris, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Chris? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey there, brother. Uh, you, you gave the woman floating in the lake story as the national. And then you gave the Paul Mansville as a local. That, that seems odd to me because the woman in the lake was local. Paul Mansville was national. You're right. You switched them up, Gibbs. I did. I didn't even notice it. You know what, Chris? Uh, hold on for bringing it to our attention. You're going to get a prize. Thank you. 
Thank That's you. a minor hiccup compared to what we usually deal with this game show, so we'll deal with that. Yeah, that I uh, that I'm okay with. I'd love to say I did it on purpose, but it was definitely not. Oh, you nervous? It's the first night, you know, from heretic to intern. It's okay. And that palm tree's pretty bright. Yeah. He, he didn't even stumble, and you could understand every one of the questions. Uh, how come you can't stumble when it's your first time to talk in 2006, and you're already stumbling, like your Dick Clark? All right, so here's Dick Clark. This is, I guess, his first break on the New Year's Rock and Eve mm-hmm. um, on Saturday. It's really good to be back with you again this year. Uh, last year, I had a stroke. Not being in kind of bad shape. I had to teach myself how to walk and talk all over again. It was a long, hard fight. My speech is not perfect, but no. I'm getting You're being there. hard on yourself. Now, you and I have been a part of each other dive for so many New Year's Eves that I wouldn't have missed this for the world. My thanks to everybody who made it possible for me to be All right, now here's the thing. I don't want to be awful to the man because he had a stroke. However, when you were Dick Clark, and wasn't he known as America's teenager? Yeah, he was the guy who would never age. Um, (laughs) Showing it now. Yeah. Actually, still looks great. But I just got to wonder why on earth... Come back to do the New Year's Rock and Eve when this is what you're doing. Well, finally, I I sound better than one of the uh, legendary broadcasters of America, so I'm uh, pretty happy with myself. Well, you had a stroke at the age of 14, and that's just actually, this is, we're just now saying it. So now everyone knows why Dubs is mush-mouthed. I talk like I bit my lip a million times. Um... All right, play it one more time, because I want to see if you can decipher what's said at the very beginning. It's really good to be back with you again this year. Uh, last year, I had a stroke. Not being in kind of bad shape. I oh. teach myself how to walk and talk all walk over again. It was a long, hard fight. My speech I don't is think not perfect, but I'm getting there. Now, you and I have I been walk part of each other. I used to walk. So many New Year's Eves that I wouldn't have missed this for the world. My thanks to everybody who made it possible for me to be here tonight. Now, here's the question I have, too. If you're sitting at home on New Year's Eve and you're about to celebrate the new year and you're partying, do you want to see Dick Clark? I want to think the right half of my body. That's still fine. I just... uh, All right. Is this uh, Carol, ladies first in the hideout? Carol in Orlando? Hi, guys. Hey, there. I'm, uh, I'm a little disturbed over the Dick Clark thing. Listen, let me tell you, you really have to be kind to the man because last year, for one thing, last year Regis Philbin <laughs> um, quickly stepped in and did the show. Oh, so it, it wasn't, wasn't Seacrest. It oh, was yeah. not yeah. Seacrest. Okay. Then this year, they select, Dick Clark really selected Seacrest to, to really do the show from now on. Right. Um, What's the love affair with that douchebag? I haven't gotten well, that yet. Uh, he's safe. That's he what it is. He the criteria, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But... You know, you have to be kind to Dick Clark because this guy went through five months in the hospital trying to come back. He had to learn how to speak again. No, no, I hear that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be an ass to him. My, my main question is, if you're a broadcaster and you're known as a broadcaster and you're known as America's teenager, why do you come back? 
he wanted to come back to actually say goodbye. All right, that's so selfish. This is his last thing. I mean, you're not going to see him on, on anything after this. You don't he think he's going to be like, back next year? He, no, he wanted to pass the baton over to Seacrest and let it let it be. This is his final. Well, use your right hand then. Isn't that something to do in the green room? Isn't that something you can be like, <laughs> hey, why don't you come over? We'll have we'll smoke a cigar. We'll enjoy a martini on my uh, plush estate. Well, don't mind the dribble out of one side of my mouth. All right, Dubs. the wife will clean Listen. it up. Have a little Listen, class. Guys. No, I'm with I'm with you, Carol. I no. can't believe what Dubs is doing. This He's is a bad kid. No, I no, I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Carol. Appreciate the phone All right. call. <laughs> All right, Destro Wearing says. Wearing a red lobster bib everywhere he goes. Come on, Destro says. Was that Dick Clark or Ozzy Osbourne? Because you can't tell. Now, here's now did Ozzy stroke out, or was that just all the alcohol that did that to him? That's the drugs and the alcohol. Mm. And here's the other thing, too. you got to think that Dick Clark, with the stroke, he kind of, well, he, not that he did it to himself, because he wasn't asking for it. It wasn't like a, you know, a suicide or anything. But he worked so hard constantly that you know he never took a break, and before you know it, you're having a stroke. You're stroking out. I feel bad for the man. I really do. How old is he? He's like, what, 74? It happens. I just don't understand if... Look, here's the thing. If I'm a broadcaster, or if I were one, um, but as a broadcaster, if anything were ever to happen to me where I'm not 100%, that's like, you know, maybe Muhammad Ali, when he went out there, we shouldn't have, I think I heard SBK say that. Or even, too, who's someone who's uh, who's great, who, who blows out their knee? Like in the old days, and then trying to come back and just being a shell of what you used to be, I don't think it's worth it. I think you, in a sense, do yourself a dis a disservice because you're coming back and you're sounding like that. Well, I mean, even you have to take everything the way Johnny Carson did it. When you are not able to do it anymore, you you, you don't want to be just paraded out there like almost as a corpse. You just go away and not be seen by the public anymore and you're remembered much more fondly yeah absolutely um bill and i four you're in the hide i don't know radio we got bill hey guys hey buddy i don't want to take nothing away from uh, uh dick clark there but uh i don't think he's ever going to come back like jr huh from uh, wwe uh jr yeah J- jim ross what, what? Yeah, yeah, Jim Ross. Yeah. oh that's right yeah 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 okay well i think if you can come back at a certain level you do it but if you're a shell of what you used to be, and I'm with you, Dubs, just you know, keep hold of the old memories that you have. Yeah, and when when you come out there and that's the last impression that you leave, a lot of people are going to be looking. That's at you all like, they're going to remember. Yeah. You're, you're going to have an entire generation of kids. All right? Apparently, Jim Ross had Bell's palsy, not a stroke. But an entire generation of people. That's all. All they're going to remember from um, this, from this Dick Clark. Was the mumble mouth, mm-hmm. the J Dubs, Dick Clark, and I re- I want to remember a better day. Dicky Dubs. That should have been your radio name. How do mm-hmm. we not pick up on that? All right, I got the countdown from Dick Clark, and also too the uh, like he does a little wrap up thing, just talking about how they're going to clean up around the city. So let's take a break. We'll come back with those, plus a lot more coming up at eight o'clock. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca. And uh, nine o'clock hour, bringing back an old an old favorite. Whose uh, whose vacation was it? 
uh, variation of whose hideout was it. Next in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. We're back with you again this year. Uh, last year, I had a stroke. I was in bad shape. I had to teach myself how to walk and talk all over again. It was a long, hard fight. My speech is not perfect, but I'm getting there. Now, you and I have been a part of each other dive for so many New Year's Eves that I wouldn't have missed this for the world. My thanks to everybody who made it possible for me to be here tonight. Radio 104.1, back live on a Tuesday night. If you want to be somebody, now's your chance. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. By the way, thank you to the sister station, Real Rock, um, for hooking a brother up. I went to go see Seven Dust on New Year's Eve. That's why I did not see Dick Clark live and had an amazing time. Uh, and it was a very good show, and I do want to thank the sister station. For making that happen. We'll talk more about our New Year's Eve yeah. here in a little bit. I know you had a very interesting one that we'll get to during uh, whose vacation was it. Um, all right, now, people are, like, I got a, a, a message on MySpace from uh, Heretic TL mm-hmm. about, uh, is this him now? Is this Heretic? I, are you, hey, TL. Hey, it's Heretic DL, DL. Oh, DL. Right, well, hold on for a second then. Um, TL sends me one. About you, he, the title is "You Bastards." I knew you were gonna run down Dick Clark and laugh too, for shame. And so I sent him back a reply. It's not like it's Jesus Christ. It's Dick Clark. Why is Dick Clark all of a sudden untouchable? Because he had a stroke? And here's the other thing. Which movie was it? I want to say it was a Michael Moore movie, maybe even Bowling for Columbine. Um, where he went yeah, after was Bowling for Columbine. Was it was it Bowling for? He went mm-hmm. after him for something as far as maybe the bullets in Kmart. It was uh, his uh, store over in uh, or his restaurant over in Auburn Hills, uh, where people were being shipped from Flint to Auburn Hills to uh, to work, and he the, him not really paying that well, and these people were struggling. And he refused to. Uh, Dick Clark was a, a businessman. Yeah, essentially, he was a businessman who happened to be a broadcaster. I don't think he's above goofing. And secondly... Right now he's a little above par. It's one stroke over. <laughs> Did you write that one or was that at the top of your head? top of the head. Wow. I'm impressed. I mean, the big deal is that he survived. And even then, he's going to get goofed on. My point is, as a broadcaster, if any one of us had a stroke and came back sounding like that, you would... You would laugh and be like, dude, get off the air. Yeah, you'd, you'd be just outraged that we'd even try it. I'm really um, impressed with your joke. I was yeah? Really, yeah, it was funny. All right, so here's the Dick Clark countdown. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. 30 seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. Look at her. Oh. All right. There it goes. Down she goes. 50, 14, 13, 12, 1, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy 2000. 
bunch of inaudible grunts as a countdown. All right, you know, and look, I feel bad. I feel bad for the cat. I know at some point I'm going to have a stroke, if not a full-blown heart attack and just death. I'll make fun of you if you have a stroke. You'll make fun of me. Everybody will laugh, and we'll have a good time. What's this? The strokes. What the hell? Can you have a little? It is. It's last night, isn't it? Last night, the strokes. 50 minutes of Edge music an hour. Mojo in the morning. Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the Edge. How long is this talk up? It was a pretty long one. Right here. 27 seconds. All right. I'm getting, I'm bad. I always, that's one of the songs that whenever I had to play, I'd always take it out and throw in Tool or something. Really? Instead. Yeah, I did. I, I enjoy the strokes. Uh, Steve in New Smyrna Beach next up in the hideout. What's going on, Steve? Hey, how you doing? Hey, buddy. I, I, I'd heard that Dick Clark at one point in time owned all the cable television rights and, and most of the phone systems in uh, Mexico or Mexico City. I've heard that about him, too, that he um, he bought it all up, and he, he just makes insane mad bank. Oh, yeah, he's he's been cashing in for a long, long time. And crazy bucks. And the other thing that Dick Clark does is that he owns the rights to a lot of television shows that did pretty well, and mm-hmm. so even there, too, he's just making insane money. Didn't he do uh, a lot of stuff with, uh, like, put a lot of the game shows out there and everything like that? I want to say yes. No, that's Mark Goodman. Hmm. Jilly, out delivering pizzas in the hideout. What you got? Hey, I actually have a funny story for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we threw a huge house party for New Year's Eve, and, you know, we had been drinking since 7 o'clock that night. And uh, so we're passing around the champagne, gathered around the TV, waiting for the countdown. And we start counting down, and I noticed that all 45 people in that house messed up the same part of the countdown. We all went from 13 to 9 for some reason. I had no clue that it was Dick Clark who screwed it up. All right, so now um, now he now can't even do the job. Years. Yeah, he can't even do the job at this point. Oh, Jesus. Um, now, um, thank you very much for the phone call, Jilly. If you can't do the job and you sound like that, if you're sounding like dubs, you need to get off the air. Hey. Oh. Sounds worse than me. I'm almost there. Two steps away from uh Dude, after the Clarkism. way after the way you quote unquote vacationed, you're gonna have a Clark soon. I would say his first name, but at that <laughs> you already did. <laughs> really. I Clarked out. Alright, TL's apologizing. He says he's disappointed. TL, I hope you have a Clark. No, he actually thought it was funny. <laughs> All right. We're we're back in uh, TL's good graces. Eric on the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What you got, dude? What's going on, man? Yo, was uh, Dick Clark in that movie, The Ringer? <laughs> That's what I said earlier. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't think he was starring in it. Butch, by the way, I went to go see it. And I'll talk about that in a bit. Is this another Stroke song? Yeah. Which one is this? The Clarks. <laughs> Someday. Uh, Dick Clark Productions announced it will be acquired for $140 million by the Mosaic Media Group, Incorporated. He's got $140 million. At the very actually, least. Actually, yeah, I think that's pretty low for... I think that's just for, the, for his media holdings. Uh, you know what? Now, see, here's the thing. Gil's agreeing with me. Dick Clark's family should have stepped in. The guy skips from 12 to 8. 
he's been a great entertainer, and that's debatable. He's been a great businessman for many years, but it was time to step away. All right, here's the last one, Dubs. Here's the last Dick Clark tape for you. Well, the people are starting to leave the square now. Many of them have been here since 4 o'clock this afternoon. And now the massive cleanup will begin. That job takes over 100 sanitation workers. They're going to get all cleaned up by 6 a.m. Last year, they cleaned away over 50 tons of trash. And nobody does it like the personnel of the city of New York. city of what? Give the, man a bro- Nirvana? <laughs> Give the man a break, he had a stroke. Give the man a gun, he had a stroke. Is that number even accurate? I think it would take a little bit more than a hundred workers to clean up that whole mess. I mean, wouldn't you think it'd be more than that? Can't even tell if he's telling the truth now. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't believe him because he had a stroke? Yeah! <laughs> a stroke makes you a liar? The new hit from the Clarks. Is this more? Hard to explain. I can't believe they and had count this. Down. I can't believe they had this many songs. Hard to speak. DZ in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Yo, yo. Hard I just gotta say that you guys is like a special place in hell right next to Hitler for you guys to mess with Dick Clark. <laughs> are you guys? Honestly, he's like an American icon, like American bandstand and all that. Come on, how are you gonna hate on the man? I, it's not you about. Can't do the countdown right. So he goes from 13 to nine. You know, he's, he's old. <laughs> Uh, shut the hell up. It's not because he's old. And that's not the reason we're going to be in hell next to Hitler. There are plenty of others. All right, I'm getting this uh, from Rebecca. I'm glad I didn't see that in New Year's. It would have bummed me out. Who exactly. Wants, who wants to think, hey, 2006 is the year I could end up like Dick Clark? I could have a stroke this year. You're looking into your mirror? That'd be terrible. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. The Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. It's The Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Oh, Dubs, another thing I want to get to? Uh, come on. Counting down like he's been in the dentist chair all day. My stepbrother's attempting to watch all three seasons of 24 in a row. And he's doing it right now. And uh, I want to get to him in a second. Dubs, we don't have time to get into the buzzed and driving thing. Let's squeeze in uh, Hey Hideout right now. Okay. Uh, open phones, 407 916 Hey Hideout. Come into the Hideout. Into the Hideout. Into the Hideout. Into the Hideout. And uh, we'll go from there, and then we'll get to some of these who have been hanging on tightly. All right. All right, Heretic DL in Jacksonville, you're up. What do you got, buddy? Hey, guys. This is the caller formerly known as Dave the Lawyer, redubbed by Jimmy Jam. Happy New Year. Oh, nice. Happy New Year to you, my friend. What do you got? Hey, man, I got a problem. My only New Year's resolution was to be the first caller to the hideout this year, and obviously I've failed in a big way. So now I just don't, you know, I mean, I guess the year's just going to be downhill from here. I don't I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to expect much from... 2006. Here's, I don't know or, or you can work really hard and uh, look forward to being the last caller of 2006. Yeah, that's ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing you want to work on, or maybe even amend it. Because if you didn't put it in writing, say you want to be the first caller in the third, fourth break. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. So should I call back or does this count? No, this counts. Congratulations. Oh, okay. dude. 06 has turned around just like that. Good luck to you, my friend. Jason in Orlando. Tay hi at Open Phones. Real Radio 104.1. What do you got, Jason? Yeah, you guys are ragging on uh, Dick Clark mm-hmm. because he had a stroke. It, it really wasn't the stroke that got him. He's in the advanced form of his AIDS, and he really his body's debilitated. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't have AIDS. Uh, that explains why why he uh, sneezed out half of his teeth halfway through the countdown. Okay, no, he doesn't have. No, 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 no. Really, really, he got it from a uh, Star Jones, I think. Okay, no, he didn't. Thank wow. you, Jason. I doubt that. It should be a lot thinner if that was the case. Do we know that for sure that he doesn't? He very, very well has. No, he doesn't, dude. Why? He's thin. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you got AIDS. Open phones. All right, the new thing about it being Hey Hideout is whenever you call with the open phones, you start with Hey Hideout. 407 It's new, so we'll give it a chance. John and Daytona next up. What do you got, John? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, do you guys have this, the theme song for different strokes? <laughs> Come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Seriously, and I'm sure we got it somewhere. Thank you. Come on, man. you got to play that. All right. <laughs> it does take different strokes to move the world. So that's just what his entire <laughs> life is going to be. Exactly. That's why he shouldn't have walked out there. Because he could have, Dick Clark could have disappear, disappeared into oblivion. And would have been remembered as America's teenager, you know, whatever he was called. Instead, he's uh, he's the old guy from Different Strokes. Didn't he die from a stroke, too? I'm sure. Have there been other famous people who've had strokes and come back all the way? And come back? I don't think so. I think that's a real tough thing as a person who's out there in front of people to come back on and look the same as you did before it. <coughs> Ladies first uh, in the hideout when you call. Katie in Edgewater. Where you got, Katie? Hey guys, um, I'm just calling for actually two reasons. Number one, just want to say it's really nice to have you guys back on the radio because for as much as I like hearing reruns, mm-hmm. I kept going to call in and realizing that it wasn't you. You should have so kept that. You, you should have kept up with Mad Matt Mateo. Now here's the funny thing about that too. Uh, we got his air checks from him hosting the mixtapes. Yep. Ooh. Ooh, some of them were atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other thing, Katie? Oh, um, my New Year's resolution was to quit smoking for 2006. <laughs> And at about 2 o'clock in the morning on January 1st, I went and bought a pack of cigarettes and a five-pack of cigarettes today. So I'm really doing an, an incredibly horrible job Now here's what my you, resolution. Here's what you should have done, though. To make it easier, you should have said, I'm not going to smoke. My resolution is not to smoke for the first 72, 72 hours mm-hmm. of 2006. Okay. Now you're I got this five pack of cigarettes. Bro. Yeah, well, I mean, you already blew it. But uh, instead of saying you're not gonna, you're gonna quit smoking completely, you're just gonna quit for 72 hours. You make it past that, you're gonna be okay. Hey, don't worry about it. Um, uh, Dubs actually wants to bum one if he can. Thank if you, Katie. You, if you could uh, spare one, I'd be happy. Jennifer, lady in the hideout. We got Jennifer. Hey, hideout. How y'all doing back? Nice. It is great to be back. I'm not gonna lie to you. Thank I, God. I, I was, <laughs> we I, missed you. I was going insane, Dubs. In fact, I'm not going to lie. I sat at home listening to the mixtapes. Ooh, that's sad. It was, and I'm just thinking, wow, we're great. We really, this is the funniest night show in America, uh, hands down. What's going on, Jennifer? Well, you guys had warned, I had called in because I worked in a spa, and I had. we were talking about how we make the most tips around the holiday season, and mm-hmm. I had gotten a locket from one of my customers. Oh, that's right. Me. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I got fired because he grabbed my butt in the middle of the hotel and goes, going to see you later, right? 
I, I told, told you. We knew he was after something more. And you end up getting fired because he gave you a locket or because you accepted it? No, because he grabbed my ass in the middle of the hotel. Why, why do you get fired because of that? That doesn't seem right. Because it's considered fraternizing outside of work relations. What they didn't realize is that he had an appointment at 730 at night. Oh, my God. You know what? So the... I got fired. So what are you doing now? Um, well, I work in a car dealership with my dad. Oh, kick so. ass. All right. Well, that, that's not so bad. I mean, it's not quite the... Uh... I work with my dad. Do you know what it's like to be hit on in front of your father? Oh, you must be hot then. Uh, wow. if somebody's going to take it to that. All right, where are you? Which one are you at? Well, your dad's done to you, probably. I'll give you a free plug and we'll people more uh, heretics and go out and hit on you, Jennifer. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Now well, not this time, and the only reason why is that I'm not going to be there much longer. All right, so now your dad's gonna be pissed because you missed out on a free plug on the radio. Now he's gonna, now he's no, gonna fire really. you too. He can't be, he can't be pissed at me only because I just saved him about fifteen thousand dollars in debt. All right, so, so he can't be too did bad. you call Geico? Uh, yeah, uh, and that's the good news. All right, thank you, Jennifer Lady. Hey, hideout's working out. The only problem? Hey, hideout. Got to go to break. Aw, I know. I wanted to squeeze it in real fast, but we got to get to uh, ask the attorney, Tom Luca. It's good stuff coming up next. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. If any of you guys got legal questions, ask the attorney is next. He's a good guy. We had him on right before we went to, uh, right before we went to uh, vacation. He's good on the air, very good on the air. And uh, it's going to be a weekly thing, the... 8 o'clock hour, the first day that we're back, like usually Mondays, but today happens to be a Tuesday. Um, Tom Luca asked the attorney he's going to hop on in and uh, answer some questions for us. That's LucaLaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com. We'll come back with more. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. After a senseless accident on New Year's Eve, her husband, Domingo Cinturon, shows us pictures of his wife. Doctors are still trying to figure out how to remove the bullet that is lodged in her face. I'd like to know why my wife is looking her, losing her vision for the rest of her life. Suntron was holding her seven-month-old baby on New Year's Eve. She was watching fireworks in her backyard on Crooked Lake on Hiawassee Road when she saw a flash and moved to save her son. We moved the baby to the side, but it, it just happened so quick that she couldn't... She couldn't move herself. Police believe right after midnight, someone shot a bullet in the sky to celebrate the new year. That stray bullet ended up hitting Citron in her right eye. Investigators believe the bullet came from the south side of Crooked Lake. Anyone who shot, you know, they are, it's a selfish person because they, they are not thinking in order. As Citron watches his wife, he hopes for her speedy recovery. He feels helpless. He wishes he could do something for her. The, my pain is with her. Uh, that's, I wish it would have been me instead. we got to get a new song already. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Tuesday night. It's your chance to ask the attorney with uh, Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com. Uh, if you want to uh, ask right now here uh, in the show, you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, the reason I came back with that is one of the things I want to ask the attorney, Tom Luca. Is uh, I know you know the big thing is mistakes happen. They're part of yeah. life, and that story to me seems like nothing more than a mistake. Somebody was a moron shooting a gun in the air, all right, 
And, and another moron was staring straight up in the air. Come on. I'm going to ask you to really not run her down for being outside with her family, holding her baby, enjoying uh, the fireworks. Tom Luca in the hideout on Road Radio asked the attorney, how you doing? Hey, Happy New Year, fellas. And to you, and uh, was it a good uh, vacation for you, or are you ever... Uh... I was not on vacation. I was working the whole way through. And I was even going to say, this is probably a busy, busy time for you with the uh, with the DUIs and everything else, right? It certainly is. People tend to go a little crazy during the holidays, as you have just uh, discussed earlier in the show. And, uh, here's the thing. I, I want to ask you first off, again, Tom Luca, ask the attorney, um, LucaLaw.com. For this guy or whoever it was that shot the gun up in the air, is there not to give? A, is there anything that they should do? Because to me, I'm like, okay, do I risk uh, turning myself, uh, not turning myself in, or should they turn themselves in? Again, this seems like one of those mistakes in life, but man, this is a big one. The, the problem, El Jefe, that, that this kind of thing ha- that this kind of thing causes is whenever you're dealing with guns. Mm-hmm. Stupid becomes what they call depraved indifference. Okay. That means that basically, no matter no matter how stupid you think you are, that translates into a reckless act that you could be prosecuted for. What it sounds like is if they end up do catching or finding whoever did shoot this gun, he's looking at a lot of trouble, possible an uh, an attempted manslaughter. Oh wow! Definitely aggravated battery. And with the firearm charge, what most people don't know is that when you fire a gun, any time, well, any crime involving a gun uh, has a stiff minimum mandatory penalty. It goes three years uh, minimum mandatory in jail, in prison, ten years minimum mandatory, twenty years minimum mandatory, and then life. No matter what your intent is. No uh... matter what your intent is. So, for example, in this particular case, by shooting a gun and having the bullet actually hit someone, they're looking at a Probably minimal mandatory of 20 years in state prison. Oh my! I had no idea. Just for for being a moron and celebrating on New Year's and shooting the gun in the air. And the, the girl is just beautiful. The she was holding her baby. And oh, you, you gotta talk about your life being over. And it's probably more likely too through some fancy ballistics or something or other. They're gonna catch whoever did it. And so now they just seem like they're in a in a lot of trouble. Thomas Luca. Uh, ask the attorney here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1, taking your phone calls, especially if you did anything over the holidays, and uh, you know what happened. Yeah, Dubs. My uh, redneck, uh, well, my mom's ex-boyfriend, who's a big redneck, used to do the same thing, shoot the gun off at, at New Year's. Yeah. And it was always like, oh, there's nothing good that can come of this. No, not at all. Now, uh, what are you doing it for, just to hear the big boom? Yeah, just to feel like a man, more than likely. We'll go to Chris in Orlando, ask the attorney Tom Luca in the hideout. What you got, Chris? Yeah, I actually had a question. I'm, I'm going through a, a, a divorce. Okay. And uh, there's a child involved. And I'll be honest, the only really thing I care about it is, is, is at least, you know, a half custody or, or, or a 50-50, um, uh, something along those lines, and which is something that we agreed on uh, verbally prior to, to the case and everything going through. And she's now, about the, time, about the time the court case goes through, she's saying, you know, no, I want full custody, I want this amount of money, I want this, this, and this. Oh. And I really don't care about money, I really don't care about anything, as long as I can have my son. It, what, what are the chances of that even happening for me? Well, it, dep- it really kind of depends. Uh, that's pretty much a case-specific question that you have. I mean, I can give you some general guidelines. I can tell you that the courts, is this in Orange County or in the yeah, yeah. Florida area? Orange County. 
Central Florida courts uh, tend to want to keep both parents involved in a child's life as much as possible. Okay. So usually they're going to lean towards, and again, I say that usually, which is, again, it's a general, when I say ge- generally, they want to have some kind of shared custody arrangement, okay. uh, depending on how old the child is as well. Uh, in Florida, we have uh, s- several different ways you can do that, depending on how old the child is, child's wants, needs, that kind of thing. Yeah. But anything... It sounds like your your wife or your soon-to-be ex-wife, the issue that she has because she, uh, is that child support is based on the amount of money, or excuse me, the amount of money she gets in child support is based on who has primary custody. So, for example, if, she, if you have primary custody, if you have shared custody, that will reduce her child support award per month. Just yeah. because it wouldn't, you don't need to give her as much money if she's not taking care of the kid, right? Exactly. Yeah, which is where now is the shit. I give her some amount of money, um, just because. I'll be honest, I'm a, I'm a nice guy, and I just don't like conflict. Um, and, and I have him from uh, fi- more, probably more than fifty percent of the time. As a matter of fact, uh, during Christmas break, she, she or Christmas vacation, she was gone for uh, three weeks. Um, just went on vacation, and and I kept him, no problems. And then she came back and was really starting to push this. Uh, this this situation. Plus, to be honest with you, she's she's kind of a lunatic. Well, they all are. She's a woman. Uh, thank you, Chris. Now, for uh, for a situation like this, uh, what 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 should he be looking at with maybe personal attacks? And how dirty can he get when you're fighting over a child? Well, again, you don't want to get too dirty because you, what you want to do in that kind of situation is leave the child out of it. You mm-hmm. want to keep it based on who is the better caregiver for the child. It sounds like in that particular situation, if the wife or the mother is just going off for three weeks at a time, yeah. and just without any kind of notice or and just kind of dumping it, dumping the child onto the father, that sends a clear message to the court that perhaps the child is best, the best interest of the child is not served by the mother, but might be served by the father. Uh, ask the attorney Tom Luca four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's LucaLaw.com. That's L U K A Law.com. And uh, his Orlando office number is 407-895-8887. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. We'll go to uh, Felicia in Longwood. Uh, it looks like another uh, divorce question. What do you got, Felicia? Uh, I'm actually calling on behalf of my brother who lives in Massachusetts. And basically I need to know what the grounds for divorce are in that state. You, you got anything on Massachusetts there, Tom, or is it mostly Central Florida stuff? I basically, I'm not licensed to practice in Massachusetts. I am licensed to practice in New York and in Florida. New York family law is similar to uh, Massachusetts family law, which means that it has there is a fault divorce, unlike Florida, which is a no-fault divorce. Right. right. There are grounds, um, as far as I know in Massachusetts, uh, any number of grounds. Uh, lack of support, lack of... Uh, I mean, there are numerous. Give me an example of what you know. What's going? Why he wants to get a divorce, and I can probably tell you what grounds he's probably his best bet is. Okay. Well, long story short, um, they've been separated for a couple of months, and he was in a car accident over the weekend, pretty seriously. And she has not contacted him, come to see him, even bothered to see if he's still alive, for that matter. So would that constitute abandonment? Yes, exactly. That's what I would be. That's exactly what that is. That's basically spousal abandonment. The the wife in this particular case sounds like she has completely abandoned the marriage. Does not have it. Does not show any intention of trying to reconcile. 
and that would be your grounds, or that would probably be your brother's grounds for filing a divorce in Massachusetts, what it sounds like. And that's only in Massachusetts, but like here in Florida, it's no fault, so you don't really run with that? Exactly. There is no, you don't have to say why you want a divorce in Florida. There's no placing blame on either party. Exactly. Ah, nice. All right, hey, thank you very much, and good luck there, Felicia. Uh, Tom Luca, uh, ask the attorney here in the hideout. We do it on uh, Mondays usually, but it's the first day of the week uh, here in the hideout. 407-916-1041, I think we're going to do lunch here pretty soon, aren't we, Tom? Yes, Get we it? are. You buying? I'm buying, gentlemen. Nice. Right, here's what I want. I'm going to go to the Palm and then uh, Ruth's Chris. And I don't think we can get everything in in one meal, so maybe we need to do multiple. And Tom, dessert is part of the meal. I'm well, all right. Well, as, if, if, as long as you guys don't bring chunks along, because uh, that, yes. that might get out of hand. Exactly. Hey, let's move over to Omen. Has a question? Ask the attorney here in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Omen? Hey, guys. What's up? Um, uh, it's kind of uh, fortunate that I tuned in right when you guys started this segment. Um, Recently, uh, I'm looking into artist rights, and um, I have a performance on a recorded piece of music which contains my voice and also some of my production. Now, I, all, I contain a lot of the original material on my studio equipment and computer, and people went behind my back and actually released the music, and I never received a contract, and nor are, is my name appearing in any way, shape, or form on the actual release. So what are my legal options here? What can I do to kind of get some retribution here for for just blatant? Well, how do they get how do they get your your uh, music in the first place? Well, it, it was a collective effort. We were doing some recordings, and it was actually in my residence. Um, and we uh, it was a roommate of mine, and we actually he moved back to Atlanta, and he had some of the rough tracks. And what he did was he still utilized uh, some of my vocal tracks and some of the production uh, work that I'd done, percussion and stuff like that. And uh, they basically made a, a complete track with, with, with a couple of his friends, and they released it. Uh, so I received no notification that it was even, be, even being released until someone brought it up to me that they heard uh, a version of this song, and, it, and they recognized it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what pointed me in the right direction to kind of pursue this. You're asking about a very specific area of law called what they call intellectual property. Right. It has to do with basically your own performance, writings, artistic expression that you want to give out to the world. Right. Have you ever, let me ask you this question, though, and again, I'm going to have to ask you a couple questions to at least clarify so I can give you a good answer sure. about what you're looking for. Have you, had you ever had any of your other work copyrighted? Uh, yes, I have had some of my own work personally copyrighted and correct. But this, but this stuff was not, is that correct? This was not, um, but it is clearly my voice, and I have the original takes that they are using, and it, it's... And it's, my question, is this uh, based on the new Kevin Fetter line? Is that where you, did you do that one, or it wasn't k it, that ripped you off, Because was it? If, he, if he did, I would say just let him have it. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think you want to take, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Um, uh, fin- I finished uh, asking, uh, answering though for Tom. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I, you know this. Like I said, I've had uh, some original stuff uh, of mine copyrighted before, and this would be the first time uh, anything like this has happened. Now this was just rough, you know, studio takes, and you know we had no intention, or I had no intention of releasing anything, and little did I know that they had copies of the files. So now I'm faced with, you know. Just kind of outraged that they would go behind me and do this without even notifying. I would have been ecstatic about releasing something, 
had they just notified me and, and at least given me the, the credit. What do you think, you know? Tom? Did you? Well, let me ask you this: Did you save it on your computer? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's all saved. Everything is uh, saved, dated, time, everything. It's all there. All right, perfect. You it sounds like you have a very good claim for violation of intellectual property laws. Problem is, you need to talk to a specific intellectual property attorney. Okay. If you call my office I, tomorrow, I can probably recommend someone. I just don't have anyone off the top of my head. Like okay. I said, it's a pretty specialized field. I don't directly deal with that, but it sounds like from what you're telling me, generally you may have a very strong claim to at least get, if nothing else, credit on this particular album or this particular release and right. hopefully some of whatever proceeds they get. You also have to understand, though, that by getting some of the proceeds, you also expose yourself to some of the liabilities. So, for example, if for some reason they ripped off somebody else, you right. also have to consider that, that when you ask to be put or given credit on a certain track to release, you're also taking on the liability of that release. So if they ripped off you, they might have ripped off somebody else, and then you could be liable just like they are. Because you're getting paid for it. Hey, Omen, if you give uh, give uh, Tom Luca a call, 407-895-8887. All right, hey, Tom, you want to hold on? Cause yeah, the phone, absolutely. The phones are packed. We'll come back another round of Ask the Attorney here on Tuesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Eight o'clock hour on a Tuesday. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs extending Ask the Attorney with uh, Thomas B. Luca, L U K A Law dot com. Uh, the Orlando office is 407-895-8887. If you don't get through, uh, you know he's gonna treat you with some respect, ask you some questions, seeing if he's the uh, right attorney for your case, and. Uh, Tom, you there? Yep. All right, here we go. Back and ask the attorney um, on the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, let me look over here. Some of the questions that we have. Phones are just jammed. Uh, let's go to uh, Randy in Titusville. What do you got, Randy, for uh, Tom Luca? Hey, how are y'all guys doing? All right, buddy. What do you got? Hey, Tom. I was going to ask you what what's what does having an attorney on retainer mean, and what benefit would it be for someone uh, to have an attorney on retainer? Well, having your attorney on retainer means that you've already paid that attorney to represent you prior to you actually needing or that rep particular representation. Usually, it uh, large corporations, uh, certain police departments, they would have an attorney on retainer, meaning that they just pay them a fee monthly, yearly, whatever it is, to take care of any any uh, legal problems that he or she, you know, or the company or that per individual may have. Uh, what the benefits of having an attorney on retainer are, obviously, one, you don't have to worry about ever call, you know, finding one because you already have one. Second, if anyone ever has to ask you any questions or any, any kind of legal issues come up, you automatically refer them to your attorney who is already paid, who is already ready to answer any questions, already ready to file any documents on your behalf, and you won't have to pay them usually any much more money than you've already been paying them on the retainer agreement. Answer your question, Randy. And that certainly does. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, you betcha. Uh, ask the uh, ask the attorney Tom Luca here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Another thing I wanted to get into you, uh, get into with you, uh, Tom, was this new buzzed in driving campaign because I know you do a lot of the DUI. Uh, you the DUI, the drugs, domestic violence, assault and battery, but 
I, I don't know if it's just like a whole media blitz where it's kind of phrasing things differently and you can't be drunk. But, but have you seen the commercials for the buzzed and driving? And what does that even mean? Sure, I have, uh, El Jefe. And here's, here's the thing about with DUIs. DUIs are a police officer's worst nightmare. The reason being is they take up a tremendous amount of time, and they are incredibly complicated. And usually, for, for the amount of time that the officer puts in, they get very little out of it, so to speak. But the, on the other hand, though, they once an officer stops you and smells alcohol, he or she smells alcohol in your breath, he, he or she pretty much has to put you through the entire paces of the DUI arrest because if that officer lets you go and you go on and, and crash your car and hurt someone or kill someone, it's the police officer and, and the department that's liable for that. All right, so that's, uh, that's the big thing right there. So what they're trying to do with this campaign is basically letting people know Look, if you've had anything to drink whatsoever, just be safe and don't drive, because that will save everyone a whole lot of hassle down the road. Oh, so it's more of a thing of, hey, save the cops some time. Or also save the person some time, because right. the person who may or may not be actually impaired still has to go through the entire DUI process. I got you. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because, I, I mean, I have, we have the news story. We'll play, probably play it when we come back from the break. But I, all right, that makes a lot of sense, and I didn't realize that was part of it. All right, very good. Ask the attorney, Tom Luca, um, uh, L-U-K-A-Law.com. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Let's go to uh, J.W. in Daytona. You're next up. What do you got, J.W.? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Uh, I grew up in Daytona, and I, I spent the 90s in Tucson. I came back and took a job as a doorman at a local bar. Congrats. Okay. Nice. And I wasn't there a month, and a bar... A, a doorman that had been there for five years decided he didn't want me working there. Okay. And he he jumped me, tried to make me fight him, and I knocked him to the ground, got away from him. A half an hour later, he jumped me in the front parking lot with a broken beer bottle and lacerated my face. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> how long do I have before I can no longer sue him civilly? They say it's five years. Is it from the time of the act or the time that he was convicted in court? The time of the act. Okay. So from the time that he uh, kicked their ass twice, <laughs> um, that's when you got to. Uh, that's when you now. Uh, that's when you got to go sue. Well, I dislocated his knees, and he'll be in jail till 2010. So I, I think he's the one who got his ass. You know what? You win. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight with you. <laughs> I, I'm just being a tough guy over the radio. It's I, still no safe problem. though to file a complaint in that particular just to cover yourself. File your complaint because once the complaint is filed, you have, you know, as much time as you need to complete discovery and resolve that lawsuit. The well, statute of limitations, though, starts running as soon as you, um, as soon as the act actually occurs, or you right. discover that you were injured from the act. Well, since it happened at work, I can't get anyone to touch it other than workman's comp. So. Ah, boy, good luck there, J.W., appreciate so, it. I, probably this guy does not have a whole lot of money either, nor is he insured by the bar, I'm assuming. And then the other thing you got to think, too, is now he's in jail. So what is he really going to be able to give you at that point? If he's going to be in jail until 2010, you know, maybe he can work in the library making $2 a day and send you that. Yeah, he can send you some soap. Take away your cigarette, his cigarette money. Uh, Tom Luca, ask the attorney here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1.
All right, where are you taking us for lunch, Tom? This is a big question. This is, this is what we're asking the attorney about. <laughs> where, do you, uh, where, where do you like to eat? What do I you... don't know, fellas. I like uh, Harvey's Bistro is good. Nice. Uh, I like Smoky Bones. Oh, you know, I've always wanted to go to a Smoky Bones. Maybe we do the Smoky Bones. Oh, uh, Smoky Bones is good stuff. I look at Chunks uh, giving us a thumbs up. Thing is, he uh, he likes to smoke bones in a different way, and he's not... <laughs> He's not allowed to go. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's see. we got some custody questions, some more divorce questions. All right, Sammy Baby has a toy liability question. All right, okay. Sammy Baby, welcome to the hideout. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to know uh, how you go about um, if you wanted to report a company for, like, an unsafe product. Um, all right, unsafe product. Do you do you go ahead and snatch up an attorney, or do you go right to the company at first? What should you do, Tom Luca? Well, in that particular case, it depends on what you got, what what, what the injury has occurred. If there's just a bumps and bruises, slight you know scrapes, minor injuries, probably just want to report them to the Better, Better Business Bureau. Call the company directly. Uh, Ralph Nader has a, I believe it's Nader.com has a website in which you can file an online complaint. He, yeah. he has a he has a, uh, a staff that investigates what they call product liability cases, meaning it, you know unsafe products in the in the consumer marketplace. Yeah. But if it's something serious, you might want to con- consult an attorney so that you you might want to file a civil claim against them. And you, who knows if you're injured, there could be hundreds of people that are injured, and you could be part of a class action lawsuit and not even know it. And they might already have attorneys working on this on this particular issue, and you don't know because. You well, know. I, I did get in. Well, I, I almost got injured. Like I almost lost an eye. These, these little lighter products, they're uh, little toys that they have at gas stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little brain damage too. Yeah, a little bit. All right. You know what? We're gonna have to wrap it up. Hey, this is good. Very good. We do it the uh, first days. Uh, usually Mondays, eight o'clock. Uh, so for everyone who's calling in now. Um, give you two things you can do. Three things. You can call Tom Luca at the Orlando office, 407-895-8887. Free consultation. Free consultation. You can also visit the website right now, uh, lukalaw.com, lukalaw.com. And then also, too, you can hit us back up uh, Monday night at 8 when we talk to Tom again. And uh, Chunks will get with you, Tom, as far as setting up uh, what day you all want to go out to lunch and all that kind of fun stuff. Sounds good to me. Hey, good job. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having me on, fellas. All right, we'll talk Later, to you bro. soon. There he is. Ask the attorney, Thomas B. Luca in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Feeling a little buzzed after a few holiday drinks? The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants you to know you're too drunk to drive. The Ad Council and the NHTSA are expanding the Friends Don't Let Friends Drive Drunk message. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many. What if you've had just one too many? Buzz driving is drunk driving. The new message is quite simple. Buzz driving is drunk driving. For the past couple of decades, we've been telling people don't drink and drive. Now we're telling people when you feel buzzed, you should consider yourself drunk and don't drive at that point. The new message is specifically aimed at young men. Men between 21 and 34 are not only most likely to drink and drive, but also most likely to believe they're okay to drive when they've got a buzz on.
If the buzz driving is drunk driving campaign is as successful as our iconic Friends Don't Let Friends Drive Drunk campaign, we will see a significant reduction in alcohol-related fatalities. The new campaign kicks off just in time for New Year's, when drunk driving fatalities are at their highest. Camille Bohannon, The Associated Press. Back live, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Still coming up, we have our uh, hideout predictions for 2006. Oh, top of the hour, 9 o'clock, bringing back an old favorite. Whose weekend was it? Uh, kind of a whose vacation was it this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Plus the new K-Fed song. There's a lot going on still here uh, on Real Radio. You heard the, uh, the buzzed and driving mm-hmm. campaign, and I'm glad we had a... Uh, Attorney Tom Luke on to talk about it. Uh, my whole thing, though, Dubs, is like whenever I'm drinking, when I feel a buzz, like this was com- almost common sense to me, I would never drive like if I felt buzzed. I just wouldn't do it. I would do everything in my power to kill that buzz before I was going to get in my car. A lot of times it involved overeating at Geno's Pizza. Uh, I'm going to need four slices to sober up, please. Yeah, but that's after you've just had a Coke. You think, think for some reason you need to soap up that uh, that soda with it. Right. Exa- well, that too. You're right. I need to soak up all the sugars and carbs with a nice pizza. Nah, man, you're crazy. It's it's good driving when you got a buzz because it feels <laughs> no, like... No, it's not. What? Stop You got to let me finish. Just let me finish. I got a good argument to make. It's just a legitimate <laughs> argument here. Okay. It feels like you're going warp speed. <laughs> That's not a good awesome. argument. I'm telling you. It honestly feels like you're going about 100 miles an hour. But you're probably, probably going. you are. No, you're only going about 10. So you're driving conscientiously. You know, you're not driving fast or recklessly. You can't talk conscientiously. That's a real word, isn't it? I, th- I think. I don't think it was used in the proper way. Either way, it's fun to do. No, okay, no, it's not. And it's illegal now. And there was just this media blitz about being buzzed and driving. Where it's not about, hey, being, I've never driven fall down drunk. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, buzzed, I've maybe done it once or twice. But if I feel a buzz, not gonna do it. I'm just not gonna go. Now, I, I'm just wondering if that crosses different parallels to pain pills and that kind of thing. Cause you're buzzed when you, when you eat a few pain pills. Alright, great. Now people are saying, hey, Chunks gave me a new idea. I wanna go warp speed too. <laughs> Dumbass. No, do not. Do not. In the snow, it feels like the stars are flying by you. Like in the, you're in the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Exactly. And if you're in my car, I'm looking over at Chewbacca, you hairy bastard. Does it look like he didn't wash his hair like today? Yeah, I don't know what is going on with your hair. It reminds me, remember that Seinfeld episode where they got the low flow shower things and they couldn't get the, the uh, shampoo out of their hair? That's what he looks like today. You he, look really, really crappy. He's a mog from Spaceballs. <laughs> Heretic Zeppelin in the hideout on the radio. What do you got, Zeppelin? Nothing much. I have to say, I disagree with this whole um, drinking and driving bullcrap. Of course you do. I drive better. Uh, I've I heard am. that so many times, and I've gotten to a guy's car before, and he's like, yeah, I drive better. Don't worry. I pay more attention. Uh, about About... 30 minutes later, we're wrapped around a tree, and I'm <laughs> punching him in the back of the head saying, you drive better, a-hole? Really? Yeah. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, Zeppelin, Damn you, Aaron do, you do not drive better <laughs> when you were, uh, when you have a buzz on. It's just not possible. It depends if the car is thick or automatic. 
That, that um, makes a difference. <laughs> now, I do. I do. I swear. Take me out to the Richard Petty driving experience and have me drink a beer for every lap, and I guarantee I'll get a better lap time every now, time. You know what's funny, though, about Zeppelin, the odd thing, just about the heretic, uh, our heretic buddy hanging out with us constantly? When you drink, I noticed this at some of the after parties, you do calm down. Yeah, you're all over the place when you're sober, but when you drink, you... uh. You take it down a couple notches, but, but you you will cross that line of really drunk, and then you'll be ten times the sober uh, Zeppelin. Yeah, that's where you're an ass, Zeppelin. Hey, thanks, buddy. By the way, speaking of, oh wait, you know what's in whose weekend was it? Never mind, I won't mention it. We're a little too close to time with something that Dubs and I did. Little hint. All right, Matt Albert asks if you have to travel warp speed to get to the planet uh, Jabba the Sister. Uh, where she lives to get to her planet. Yeah, he's making a fat sister joke. Yeah, he's reaching. No, he's not. He's reaching. He can do better. I'd expect better from him. He's got the talent. You said she had her own uh, card table at dinner over the vacation. Did she really? And and is he reaching like your sister's reaching with the wiping stick that she has to use? (laughs) Everybody else has just a a TV tray. She has a whole card table. (laughs) Yeah, that was her tray. No, thing, no, no, yams go here. The only thing her fat legs don't squash <laughs> out of. She's not even that big. Hmm. Hey, look at this. She's got small fingers. That's about it. Hideout News Director Sagari the Prophet back from his extended vacation. Hey there, Sagari. How are you? I've been doing pretty good. How you gentlemen been doing? All right. How was your holiday? I had a pretty good holiday. I went to church. Did you eat a lot? I ate quite a bit. Did you shoot off any guns in the air near Hiawassee? Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. All right, just making sure. Um, uh, Sir Gary, what's in the news? Well, in the news, uh, uh, the, the, they're looking to see if they can find them coal miners, guys, you know. Now, what is the latest on the coal miners? I know, how long have they been down there? Does anybody know how long they've been uh, down? They in said the... they've been down there a couple of days now. All right, what are the chances? Sir Gary, you have a personal line to Jesus. You talk to uh, our Lord and Savior all the yes, time. Sir. Are they alive? I believe they're alive. All right, good. Hope and pray they're alive. Now, how much longer do you think they got? Uh, I don't know. I can see about three or four more days. Now, because they're in the coal and the way everything rubs off, yes, sir. that means they could be black men now down they there. They could be. Just being uh, with the way they are with the yes, coal sir. rubbing off all over them. Uh-huh. Uh, scary. How else was your holiday? What else happened? Uh, I just listened to real radio a lot. It's good for all of us to be back live. You miss yes, us, sir. huh? I missed you. Uh, I listened to your tape program last night. Yeah, the mixtapes. They were great. Yes, sir. Except for maybe the introducer. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the host. All right, where are you going to be coming up on uh, on this uh, Sunday, Sir Gary? I'll be in the Hope Public Baptist Church on Miller Middle Street. We're going to go to where the just passes. The church just passes. Hardware. You don't get on the ground for 12 to 1 and the public's divided. All right, we will. Uh, God bless you. Have a good evening. There's Take a care. buddy, Sir Gary. All right, now Matt Albert's yelling at me. If you read it. If you read it right, it makes sense. <laughs> he has to travel warp speed to get taught the planet Jabba the Ister lives. <laughs> so It sounds funnier that way. Type it right, fat finger. Yeah, in your face, you fat bastard. He says to me, I typed it perfectly. All he had to do was read it. All right, I'm going to send you what he... What he wrote. Come here, Dubs. Look at this. This maniac with uh, Matt out with his fat fingers is sending me. And how is some about tater tots in there? Get taught. You talking to mommy who's making you your tater tots with cheese? Oh boy. 
and I'm allowing him to move in with me. Great. Yeah, you enjoy that. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, a lot still going on in the hideout tonight on Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. Dubs, up next, I want to play for you the Mad Matt Mateo hosting of the uh, hideout mixtapes. We have only two air checks right now, but we'll be going through and getting a lot more. If you'd like to grade Matt Matt Mateo, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Or, or if, we, uh, pl- if we don't play something that maybe you heard and you want to uh, kind of give us a heads up. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up uh, here in about 20 minutes. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Whose vacation was it? Uh, variation, bringing back the old game. Uh, whose weekend was it? Uh, so that will be happening here in less than probably about 15 minutes. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Our old intern Putin just swung by and brought me a gift. Aw. And then he wanted to leave. He just he hurried out of here. Uh, that's because he didn't get me a gift. Is that what it was? Probably. He got me a badass book, too. Everything You Know Is Wrong, The Disinformation Guide to Secrets and Lies. He told me that if I'm a real big fan of, uh, and I am, that movie, The Corporation, Mm -hmm. he he said I'm going to love this. It appears that the friendly faces on the nightly news, quote-unquote, forgot to tell us a few things. Want me to read you a couple of them? Sure. The U.S. had foreknowledge about the September 11, 2001 attacks. Mad cow disease is killing people in America. China has super missiles that can destroy the entire U.S. Navy. The U.S. is helping wage a secret war in South America. Young people are less violent now than they have been in over 30 years. Some so they the, don't leave the house. Yeah, that's true. They're on MySpace. Uh, some of the biggest banks in the world turn a blind eye to money laundering. Many disabled people don't want to be quote-unquote cured and don't admire Christopher Reeve. That is true. Why would you? You get a nice little uh, little cart to ride around in all the time. Everybody likes to uh, ride the ride the uh, the wheelchairs at uh, at the grocery store and Walmart. Uh, Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, Yo, uh, I've actually got the book that you're talking about. Um, everything you say is wrong. Uh, yeah, everything you know is wrong. The disinformation guide to secrets and lies. Check out what they say about the Columbine incident. They actually have like an extensive uh, uh, reports of all the students and everything. They go into police files and everything, and it, it's actually kind of scary that what that you know, wasn't reported in the news and everything. All right, give me a couple of them before, because I'm going to read this. But what is, what's in there? What does um, it say? There was like they were talking about like uh, how kids were reporting snipers on the roof. Uh, that uh, Eric Claiborne and uh, whatever the other guy's name was wasn't some of the other shooters. That there was more than just the two shooters that they were talking about. Oh wow! Uh, they also talk about uh, nuclear, uh, like nuclear power plant failures in the book. Uh, yeah, about that... how close calls and everything. Yeah, it says there are many near misses at nuclear power plants. All right, I'm about uh-huh. to check this out. Hey, thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, buddy. Sounds like no a problem, con- man. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Uh, thank you. Sounds like a whole conspiracy theory book. Putin. It's my boy Putin. I miss Putin. Although Gibbs is on top of it. Gibbs, He's rocking it. He really is. You know why? It's been about two hours, and we haven't really heard anything bad. We haven't noticed him, and that's good from an intern. Very good. All right, hey, Dubs, um, Putin had to leave because he didn't want to hear this. He said he heard Matt Matt Mateo hosting the mixtapes, and it drove him insane. It got him angry. Right. 
So we were on uh, vacation, as everybody else was, and we do the uh, hideout mixtapes, and we like to have someone actually be here to introduce the segments, let you know it's a lot of uh, the stuff from the past seven months here, some of the older D.C. stuff, and just really a chance for you to get caught up. Now, here's the thing about Mad Matt. I thought he did, I liked some of the stuff that he was doing. He was getting in there. He was using some phrases. He knows the segments and knows the show. Yeah, he knows it which up, I, down, and around. Which I really love because he even recalled some things and threw some extra stuff in there, which I thought was really, really good. He was sick for a couple of days, in all fairness. However, this is, I think, the way it all got started that first Friday night we were on vacation. Okay. Good evening. How are you? Welcome to the Best of the Hideout Mixtapes. I am Mad Matt Mateo, heretic turned hair check collector, I guess you could say, bringing you the best of the best of the best, the best night show in Orlando, best comedic night show in Orlando, I guess you could say. Funniest so night show uh, we'll be bringing all this to you for the next uh, three hours, four, no, four hours. <laughs> if you have any questions on anything, give me a call, 407-916-1041. Toll free eight 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 nine seven eight. All right, now this is his first time on the air. Maybe he's a little nervous. What kind of questions could you have for him? He he said that all the time. If you have any questions, call me. Just talk to me. Give me some human contact. Sorry. Please call. Yeah, you know it's 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 that prototypical DJ thing mm-hmm. where you know you're sitting there and you're spinning tones. And you're just throwing out the phone number for no real reason. Oh, yeah. You always do that. The well, quest lines are open. Hoping for, honestly, what you're hoping for, some chick to call up and say, hey, I want to give you a... Yeah. If you play the uh, the segment of Hot Sauce, I'll come up and give you a handy. All right. You know one of those are coming up there somewhere, so you're good. All right. Matt Albert says, Derone has the energy of a slug, but he was still better than Mad Matt. Give Aww. Mad Matt a chance. And that isn't a reason for you to pump your fists over there, douche chill. All right, uh, right, we'll continue. This is still the first break for Mad Matt Mateo? Okay. Yeah. Good evening. How are you? Welcome to the best of the hideout mixtape. It's start over? Yeah, hold on a sec. You can just keep it going. That's fine. Yeah, we didn't get that too far into it. Bringing you the best of the best of the best. The best night show (laughs) in Orlando. It's even rougher the second time. night show in Orlando, I guess you could say. So uh, we'll be bringing all this to you for the next uh, three hours, four, no, four hours. If you have any oh questions God, on anything, on. give me a call, 407-916-1041, toll-free, 888-978-1041. Uh, the guys aren't in the studio, but I'll be happy to answer any questions about any of the segments you hear. And uh, listen up, enjoy, and get a history. First up, we got some D.C. stuff right. from back... Matt Albert says, first question, why do you suck? <laughs> All right, that's not... Come on, be nice to the guy. He's a heretic. He's collecting a hair check. And give him a question that he can answer. And that's not nice. In the day before they were in Orlando, this is where parents can't discipline their children and Hefe's mom calls him fat. Should be good, so... Listen <laughs> up and uh, give me a call if you have any questions. You listen to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, so, all right, now keep it going. This is about to play the segment. Yep. I hear that in my sleep. (laughs) You should start talking any time here, Hefe. Yeah, the the segment should have been starting. Uh Uh-oh. 
<laughs> what the hell? Sorry, kids have technical difficulty here. Hang on. What the hell, dude? I was listening at home. I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? Are you still going? He's panicking. All right, what he just did, and can you just kind of re-cue it to where the, uh, it sounds like he was taking out the CD. Yeah. And then it just starts humming. Well, we need to make some kind of noise here. I can't just sit here fiddling with the... Well, I guess I can hum. Why Why not just play a song? That's what I'm saying. Just play a song or go to commercials. Do something. <laughs> I don't even know what this humming is. <laughs> he's looking over the CD player right now, trying to keep his mouth on the mic while he's humming for some reason. Hold on. It gets better. This was on Help. the air. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Oh, oh, you're killing me. Were you there, Tommy? Yes. What? I, what? Oh. Tom. Oh, oh. You're an accomplice to this abortion. No, I was in the production room. This is all still going live on the air. This is what happened Friday at seven. My name is Phil. dot com. Oh, Jesus. So it wasn't even the segment about. Hey, turn the computer down because there's a noise there. So it wasn't even the segment about my mom calling me fat. All right, joining us on the phone right now, Mad Matt Mateo. What's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, uh, host of the mixtapes. Can I can I give you a, a little bit of a um I don't know what happened in that first one? And I, I I assume wrong CD or the CD didn't fire. Well, yeah. Well, um, the show. Well, when Brand does the uh, best of the Phillips file, he mm -hmm. has it set in mini disc, I guess. Okay. So it's just, it just, it, instead of because we play ours off of regular CDs as opposed to off of uh, the mini disc recorders or whatever. Exactly. And I didn't know there was a little button at the top to press to switch it over from mini disc to CD. So now the big thing though is you just uh, humming. Yeah. Well, I, I tried to improvise the best I could because That's I, didn't your have, best? I didn't have the song base set up. Okay, all right, so all right, now uh, Deuce Joe has a comment. Yeah, Deuce Joe. Uh, hey, at least I was there, Deuce Joe. I didn't take the whole week off like you did. Hey, if if you don't know that that button is there on the board, you're not fit to be running a show. I, you know, and here's the thing. I got to say, I like about Mad Matt is he knows the show and he was doing so. All right, Mad Matt, why don't you uh, listen while we play your second air check? Oh, God, okay. We have a whole bunch of these. This is going to be a thing we're going to do all week because I love uh, it. Awesome. All right, go ahead, uh, Chunks. And I'm sure somewhere right now, Hefe is jumping around in his little tidy whities to this song. Uh, I don't even know what that is. That's gay. What is that? What, what kind of a reference is that to the host? <laughs> if you want I, I don't to know. I thought I'd give you some insight. If you wanted to be accurate, you would uh, mention the skid marks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, skid marks. Uh, and that they're holy. Uh, welcome back into the hideout. Uh, I'm Mad Matt Mateo running the hideout mixtapes tonight for the most of the rest of the week. Uh, if you have any questions, give me a call. 479-161041, toll free 888-978-1041. Coming up next, we have Darone defeats it, defends his belt against UCF student and includes a rematch. And, uh, uh, you know, UCF, or, uh, uh, Darone there is, uh, he's, uh, he's a pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. Hey, Dick Clark, get it together. Yeah, come on, when did you stroke out, Mad Matt? I was dead sick for like three days. Alright, so that you're blaming on the sickness. Well, I have to a little bit because I was delusional. 
I was lucky to find the whoever hired you was. And uh, uh, you know, you see, uh, uh, drone there is uh, he's uh, he's uh, pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. And that's it. And then what? It goes <laughs> it goes to the segment. Yeah. Okay. Now Matt Albert says, all right. The problem with the first clip is that Mad Matt forgot his talent at home and didn't know what to do. Why is he even talking? At least I've gotten laid in the last three years. Now, see, I don't understand what the hatred is from Matt Albert to you. I don't even know. He didn't talk to me during the show at all or anything. So, I mean, if he had a problem with it, he should have just called me. And then he says... <laughs> yeah, you need someone to. He says... He figures humming works at the rest stop stall, so it should work on the air. Uh-huh. Oh. At least I don't look like Kool-Aid. Oh, it's actually true, Matt. He got you on that one. Matt, uh, Matt Albert. Well, I got to tell you. All right, people are saying you pulled an Ashley Simpson. Um, I did do a little dance while you, doing we it. We started doing the whole uh, the hoedown dance. Now, is yeah. there anything in particular that you would like to bring up uh, from the um, from the mixtape hosting the, that you would like to bring up to us before we go any further? I don't think so, unless you guys got a surprise in there I don't know about. All right, the one that pissed me off, and I wanted to reach through my radio and punch you in your throat, was... Uh, <laughs> If you got any questions for us, 7916 Go ahead and call me because I'm uh, on board up here. So, uh, sorry about that. Well, yeah. You know, you get up there. Hey, hours. stupid! You're trying to sell the segments. You don't talk about how bored you are playing the mixtapes. I was lonely. Well, get on MySpace or the I Am. That's what you do up there. All right. Other than that, I think you did great. Thank you. Uh, I did. The, I and, uh, uh, you know, you see, uh, 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 drone there is, uh, he's, uh, he's uh, pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. All right, here's what's going to be awesome. Uh, this segment, market for the mixtapes, you're going to have to sit there and run this and listen to your own shame. Oh, damn it. All right, there he is, Mad Matt Mateo. From heretic to heretic collector. I understand. He's new to the business, takes him a little while. He's just, you know what he is? He's doing, he's making DJ 101 mistakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, did I tell you? I'm going through and I'm cleaning out my uh, my place, and I found a DJ's guide to becoming a talk show host. Like it's a guide that we got to come in and read on the air one night, just about how to be a good talk show host. I believe I've read it before. As, like when you're coming from being a disc yeah. jockey yeah, to being I've read a talk it. show host. <laughs> So that ought to be a lot of fun. Hey, let's play some games. Uh, continue to give out some hideout door prizes. Time for Whose Vacation Was It? Next on the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. All right, call right now to be a winner. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Whose vacation was it? Normally at this time we used to do uh, the Hideout Headline Game Show, but we did some reformatting over the vacation. The first break in the 9 o'clock hour... Uh, every night, it's going to be the hideout, door prize blowout. We're going to do a different game show every night, just as a chance to give you some more prizes. And we figure the uh, first night of the week, we bring back an old favorite. And whose weekend was it? So 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call right now to be a winner. Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Whose weekend was it? Uh, Dubs, for whose weekend was it? Now, we used to do it a couple of different ways. We would do it 
Uh, I gotta get. Oh, you get two chances. Yeah, two shots. All right, that's what it was. You would get two cho- uh, two shots in order to be a winner. Deuce Childerone is your uh, host. Jonathan and Leesburg has been in hold, on hold forever. Uh, so uh, he's gonna be first up. Jonathan. Hey, th- what's up, guys? Hey, thanks for hanging tight, buddy. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, here's who's weekend. Oh, if you get the answer correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. I missed this game. Whose weekend was it, or uh, the vacation version? Whose vacation was it on the Hideout Road Radio 104.1? Here's Deuce Joe. Okay, Jonathan, over the vacation, this Hideout member lost his phone. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who lost their phone, Jonathan? I'd have to probably say Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you're going to get a second chance, so hold on, Todd. But uh, that's actually a very good ca- guess, Jonathan. And you had two shots. Both Bateman and Dubs lost their phone. Now, yes, I did. I actually want to pick up this conversation here in a little while uh, with a little teaser. I had warned Dubs to write down his phone numbers earlier in the week yeah. for fear less, of losing it. That's less than a week before that. Yeah, it was actually that Tuesday, and you end up losing it when? On uh, Saturday night. On Saturday night, so a few four days. All right, you're going to get a second go-around, Jonathan, and uh, whose vacation was it? Over the vacation, this hideout member found his old DJ tapes. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Um, Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Congratulations. You held on for about 20 minutes, and you're a winner, winner, Jonathan. Congratulations. Uh, Yeah, I found my stuff. Not only, and I hesitate to say this, and I don't have them with me tonight. We'll play them later on. I found my uh, Lansing stuff, the Michigan stuff. Nice. And I found the Mix 100 Maverick stuff. Oh, I've never heard the Maverick stuff. Dude, it is so... Douche, chill, hack, awful. Are you? Were you just cringing the whole way through it? So embarrassed. So incredibly embarrassed. I can't wait for five years from now when you say you're listening to this stuff, cringing. Yeah. No, but you know what's funny though? I, listening to the, like the the Michigan stuff, not so bad. Yeah. Like the Edge stuff and even the later on Q106 stuff, actually kind of funny. But the Maverick at Mix 100 in Lubbock, Texas, atrocious. I mean, just really, really so. So we're going to hear Maverick and Alex Cruz. Yep, Maverick and Alex Cruz making a comeback. Um, Let's go ladies first in the hideout. Is this Shauna? Shauna in Claremont? Yes. Hey, Shauna, here we go. Uh, It's whose vacation was it with uh, Deuce Chilled the Rome? Over the vacation, this hideout member overspent trying to impress a hot chick. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Um. Uh, Bateman. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Nice, you're a winner. Hold tight. One Sean. and done. Uh, what happened, Tommy, real fast? Uh, there's a few chicks that I actually think a lot of, and I actually went shopping with this girl. And I guess I wasn't really paying attention to how much stuff I was putting in my cart shopping. Because she was like, you need to clean up your house and make it look even nicer. And started putting stuff in the cart. And next thing I, like, ring up and I spent, like, $100 more than I had planned to. Why didn't you take some of it back or did you feel oh, like you couldn't? I'm hoping she's not listening, but I am. Um, and then I'll just be like, yeah, I just uh, gave that away to, like, a homeless guy who needed it. What kind of stuff did you buy? Cleaning supplies? The homeless guy? Whatever. What kind of stuff are you doing? Uh, I just, like, redid some stuff in my bathroom and got some new, uh, like, you know, liner sheets or whatever they're called and right. know, bedrooms, bedroom stuff. Wow. I, I Here's the thing. 
you don't go shopping with a chick you don't really know. Or, or like a new girlfriend, or especially someone you're trying to get laid with. Yeah. It's just bad news because you're right. You end up overspending. And if you're there at the counter and you and it rings up as too much. You can't say, hey, can you take this, this, and this off of it. Right. Yeah, like I started just like clenching my jaws like, oh, God. Oh, God. How am I going to pay for this? Jesus. Oh, no. This isn't good. Uh, at least you weren't declined. I know. Right. Thank God. Whose vacation was it? 407 Let's go to uh, Marcus. Actually, hold on. Uh, Marcus in Daytona Beach. Next up. How you doing, buddy? Yo, yo. What's happening? All right. Here we go. Here's uh, Deuce Chill Derome. All right, Marcus. Over the vacation, this hideout member became addicted to a video game for the first time since high school. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Uh, Chunks. Ugh, dude. He gets addicted every two weeks to yeah. a new game. Hold on, Marcus. You're going to get a second shot. That was actually me. And it was Chunks' video game, Resident Evil 4 for PlayStation 2. I haven't been addicted to a video game like this since Final Fantasy, uh, the summer of 93 for the old Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I just, actually, probably the summer of like 91. Um, it was just one of, the, it's one of those role-playing games, kind of, or first-person shooter slash role-playing game. And I'm just, I can't stop playing it, man. I literally in one day spent five, lost five hours sitting in front of the television. It's intense, isn't it? It just keeps you locked in because it's so suspenseful. Hey, you know, over uh, over vacation, Chunks got me Bubble Bobble uh, for for Christmas, and me and Chunks played that and beat it. Chunks, next you gotta look for uh, Dragon Warrior for me for my PS2. I have it. Oh. For PS2? I have it for Nintendo. Yeah, like I find a folk game. Those compilation games have it. I know where the Nintendo one is. CK. Oh, um, yeah, CK stole it from the junkies. Did he really? Bastard, yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, just real fast programming note. Did you get my email about Larry Michael? Did you call him yet? Yeah, I've been uh, trying to get in contact with Cameron, but I guess he's doesn't he's ignoring me. No, Shocker. well, that that's Larry's direct number that yeah. I sent you. In cool. that. Larry Michael, voice of the Washington Redskins, of course, skins in uh, Tampa this Saturday. And we'll have Larry Michael on this week uh, to talk about that game. But uh, this Resident Evil 4, man, it's badass. And here's the here's the thing with those games. It's perfect because it's goal-oriented. So once you accomplish one thing, you now want to go on. You got a new uh, armor or you got a new weapon. Then you want to go on and accomplish the next game before you know, or the next uh, level, before you know, you, you're wasting five hours in one day. That's what I liked about, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, you would you would get to it and you'd, you'd finish the, the mission and you'd hear that... that sounder they'd always play whenever you finish a mission and you knew that's time for a cigarette that sounder means i can smoke now and i was just saving constantly um 407 going back to marcus getting another shot and whose vacation was it here we go marcus over the over the vacation this hideout member had a christmas ornament broken over his head hefe dubs bateman or chunks Let's go, Hefe. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, buddy. That was Chunks. And what happened? Uh, I got kind of in a little argument with my grandmother, and um, she threw a uh, one of those glass ornaments uh, at me and hit me in the head and kind of broke in the back of my head. It's a very weird uh, relationship we have. She kind of almost poisoned my dog that uh, I left back home in Virginia. 
uh, because it's it, it lives with my parents now, and uh, I got kind of mad. Are you at talking? Her. Yeah, and she threw an ornament over my <laughs> and broke me. It broke over my head. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. So, sh- <laughs> what? Why? Why do you? You were always getting in a fight with your grandmother about what? Were you antagonizing her at a dinner too? Yeah, I was antagonizing her a little bit. And, you know, I guess she's on like uh, pills, and you can't drink with the pills. So I kept saying, "Hey, Grandma, why don't you have some wine?" She goes, "I can't." I can't drink wine. Stop. <laughs> and like an 20 ass. minutes later, you know, they get old and they kind of forget a little bit. I like, drink, Grandma, you want me to fill up your glass? It's empty. It doesn't have any wine in it. And she just <laughs> starts losing it and hits me with her cane on the ankle. You deserved it. Not why. Why are you uh, torturing your grandmother? Your grandmother of all she people. almost poisoned my dog. My old dog. It's 10 years old anyways. All right, you know, i got to move on, but you're such a maniac. <laughs> Who antagonizes their grandmother? It's my dog. You guys right. eat out of the same bowl. All right, let's move on to uh, Bees in Merritt Island next up in the hideout. You ready, Bees? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here's Deuce Chill. Over the vacation, this hideout member spent the last days of vacation sick. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Let's go with uh, Dubs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Good job, Bees. Hold tight, man. Whose weekend was it or whose vacation was it in the hideout? Road Radio 104.1. My son of a bitch friend Brian came down and got me sick for the last couple days of... uh of uh, vacation. Actually, he's still chilling out over at my place sick. Well, if you didn't expo- uh, exchange all those fluids... It's vacation. You live it up. It's gay Mardi Gras over at my place right now. It really is. Between the two of you just sitting there... We haven't even talked about you setting up a fake profile pretending to be a gay dude all over I am. You better hope your neighbor doesn't <laughs> find that. My neighbor? The one who was hitting on you? Invited oh. you over to the party? Oh, yeah. I Destro's playing Resident Evil 4, too? I didn't realize that. Is that the one where you're the girl? No. You're the, you, you're a dude in this one. And, no, what is Resident That's the other one with the, uh, yeah. I think that, like in the early, no, in the early. The, Res- first, the first one you could either play as a dude or a chick. But this go around your Leon. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Bob. That's, that's not a gay name. I've never heard one. No. Bob in Brooksville next up in the hideout. Uh, here we go. Whose weekend uh, was it? Whose vacation was oh, it? Oh, Leon. Here's uh, Deuce Chill. Over the vacation, this hideout member stopped watching all porn throughout his DVDs and deleted it all from his computer. F.A. Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, hold on one second, Bob. Uh, you'll get a second chance. That was Tommy. And before you go in depth, I actually want to talk about this. Okay. So I'm going to circle this Actually, it ties into my ginormous announcement. You have an announcement to make? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I heard you on Thursday talk about that. All right, I forgot about this. All right, we'll get to that in a second. But I want to talk about throwing out porn. Because I went through that once. When it says all porn on here, does that mean there was some weird variety of porn that was included in that? No, like DVD and computer, jackass. That's the variety. Oh. All right, here we go, Bob. Here's the second chance, and whose vacation was it? All right. Over the vacation, this hideout member went to the hideout heretic Christmas party. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you had two chances. Both Dubs and I went to Jimmy Jam's house. Christmas the, Eve night. Christmas Eve night for the hideout heretic uh, holiday party. Had a blast. Yeah, I was a little nervous when I walked in. Well, more than a little nervous. I was a lot nervous. Because it was also, not only was it the uh, heretic party, it was the family party. Yeah, it was Jimmy Jam's family party with, like, all of his uncles, parents, and everything over there. And then we walk in before any other heretics get there. So 
Yeah, we were the first people to arrive that weren't family. It was very odd at first. It was Jimmy Jam, uh, Chick-fil-A John, and John Locke. Uh, Misfit Matt showed up. Kimmy and Kat, the hideout massage therapist, showed up. Um, Zeppelin got there. So it was really a nice little gathering. And not As soon as Not Hefe got there, we left. <laughs> but we had a really good time with the heretics, who were uh, more than listeners, friends. Lester Big Hands. Lester Big Hands is there, too. I think Lester is quickly becoming my favorite heretic out of them all. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. right, we're going to wrap up the game. One last question. You were making fun of the name earlier, Dubs. Apologize. Uh, is it Leon? Oh, Leon! Le- Yo! Leon in the land. Next up in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. You ready? Yes, I. All right, Leon. Over the vacation, this hideout member spent Christmas morning in a ditch. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, Leon. That was Chunks. What happened, Chunks? He uh, put his whole life in a ditch. Yeah. Well, on Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve, I went like to a... a man's butt crack. Uh, I shouldn't even... Is, it, is there even a point to explain it? No. Yes. Go for it. All right. Kramer hair. Oh. All right, so I went to my old watering hole back in D.C., Bungalow, and I got a, I guess You a little, went to the bung? Yeah. The glory hole? Yeah. And, you know, I did that whole, I guess, that driving yeah, buzz yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I drove home. And when I had to go home, I really had to go. So I went to the side of my parents' house to, you know, evacuate. Right. But uh, they had this big ditch back there. I guess I was so drunk that I tripped and fell down it and passed out and didn't wake up till till about 11 Christmas morning. You passed out? Yeah. In Virginia, freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. You lead the saddest life that I've ever heard. Why is that sad? Did anyone even think to look for you, or did they not care? Oh, or was probably... your grandma happy because you weren't uh, goofing? No, they probably thought I was out at a friend's or something like Were that. Were you covered in mud when you got back in? <laughs> <laughs> or just on your chest? <laughs> you sick, sick <laughs> scat boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You well, say scat boy or fat boy? Both. Yeah, both fit. All right, let's Unlike t- his shirt. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. Um, Good job in the game show. And remember, new thing, hideout, door prize, blowout. First segment, 9 o'clock hour, different game show every night. Uh, we're going to bring Just try, a way to try to give you prizes, hideout, headline, game show, now in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll take a break and come back. I want to talk about Tommy and his big announcement, and first of all, too, the throwing out of porn, which I did once and I have regretted ever since. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, back live. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, be somebody. All right, I'm chatting with people online about uh, Resident Evil 4. And that that ass with the chainsaw who just cuts your head <laughs> off, man. I yes. couldn't get past him. You have a new obsession now. Oh, I'm all over it. My obsession, and I have to ask Tommy about this real quick because I don't know when it comes back. When does Lost come back, Tommy? I think next week. Okay. And the shield starts up too. You know yeah. what else I saw that was pretty good? Um, Injustice. Did you watch that Sunday no. night? Injustice on uh, ABC was on after the Desperate Housewives recap. That looks like a really good show. And another one I dug too on Fox was Bones. I saw that one about the uh, anthropologist, archaeologist. 
That's why I don't like vacation. Cause then because it gives you a chance to watch some of the shows you haven't been able to watch. I'm going to get the DVR. Yeah. I've just decided I'm getting cable and a DVR, and I'll just get caught up during the day or on the weekend, like you should be doing. Listen to the show live, the hideout, at night. Get caught up and ignore your family on the weekend. Yeah, TiVo the, the rest. Exactly. It's not TiVo, it's DVR. No one, you notice no one says D, uh, TiVo anymore? Really? Yeah. Now it's just all about I'm going to record it. Because for a while there, TiVo had become yeah, like the standard. Kind of like, like whenever you're going to search for something, Google it as opposed to search. Just like VCR and everything. And but everything, that, uh, the whole TiVo thing kind of fell by the wayside. Hey, Chunks, a chick's coming up here. What's going on? Yeah, uh, I guess that chick. Jennifer lady? You're yeah, thinking? Jennifer, the one. She was working at the spa and got fired because her ass got smacked. She wants to thank you guys, I guess, for warning her. So she's going to bring up pizza, and I guess she wants to hear nice. your take on it. You know what? I was I was completely wondering if we were going to get any food tonight, and uh, my prayers have been answered. That's awesome. Zeppelin's in the back, too. Oh, good. All He's right. got food, too. All right, we'll bring hey. him in a little bit. Um, all right, now, real fast, the ditch that you fell asleep in back when you were home in Northern Virginia? You got a yes. chick? Um, was that a crater from your sister's no, footstep? No. That's a Matt one. <laughs> no, you know, that one's a little bit better. I'll give him that. The I first could, one was reached, and you guys had to admit hell that. It was. All right, now, the other she was thing. walking outside the house, and all you can see is your water tremoring. Matt Albert is moving down here to uh, Orlando. Uh, I am taking him in. And he's going to live with me. And I asked him today, we're talking about if he's going to bring his computer down because mm-hmm. I can set up a whole home network. And he said the main reason he's bringing his computer down is he has too high a quality and too much porn to put on discs, eight and a half gigs worth. Eight and a half gigs worth of pornography. Tommy Bateman reveals on whose vacation was it, you threw out and destroyed all your porn. Yeah, I haven't even watched it. Too dirty? Why? Uh, I'm just not into uh, slap happy anymore. Oh no, I am. I just I waste too much time watching it. Otherwise, I just sit there for like three hours. We're like, I really want to see a scene with more, you know, uh, you know, punching to the back of the head. Wait, you you watch it without you, yourself in hand? Sometimes I can't do that. Just like as entertainment? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it just distracts me from doing like productive stuff. I Have will. You ever try to type with it? Yes. I will you say. Too. Yeah, what about our IM two weeks ago? <laughs> I will say that I, uh, I, I, for a little while, I gave out, I threw out porn because I'm like, I'm going to do a whole new thing. Is when I was married, I'm going to try having sex with my wife, <laughs> so I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to watch porn anymore. It lasted two weeks, and I went back around to like Shafee because I gave a lot of it to Shafee. I was like, dude, can I have the porn back? He refused, didn't he? Yeah, he was an ass. He's like, no, you can't have it. <laughs> you can't accept used porn from someone, can you? Of course not? you can. Me and I, uh, Hefe used to buy porn and then trade it back and forth. See, there's something gross about I've that. I've got that Why? going on with Jimmy D right now. i got to give his back. He keeps bitching. You never watched any of your family's porn when I, you were younger? I certainly tried not to. Really? Yeah. It's very, like, I would start getting into it. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know who's watching this, and I'd have to stop it. That's why I've always said there's something very disturbing about watching your father's porn, because when you pop it in, you know when your father completed. Yeah. yeah I, I even said this, too, about my dad. He has a thing for lesbians, because I noticed that with his porn. It was always stopped at the... Uh... You never made it too far into the lesbian scene? That was that was the clincher for him? Yeah. I was like, what the... Oh. <laughs> like, it literally, it registered like maybe two, three years later. I'm like... Every time I have to hit the reset on the uh, VCR so I cue it back up, it's always on the girl-on-girl scene. 
My kid will wonder what's with all the girl on guy strap on. <laughs> yeah, you and your kids. Mm-hmm. So what happened to you, Tommy? Nothing. I just go. I've wasted way too much time every day just watching this, and then lately I just haven't even had an interest in it. Sex? No, I or pornography. Plenty of interest in sex. But why would you throw it all out? Why don't you just put it in a box, put it in your closet, and then maybe because the urge will come back. Because that's like an addiction. You you can't just have your drugs hanging around. It's not an addiction. It's a uh, matter of you. When you waste hours a day watching it and trying to find the perfect scene, that's too much. That's normal. I I do that too. I will say that I've sat down and started to handle some business. I'm like, you know what? This isn't the right tape. I remember a scene in another tape, and I go pop that one. So with pants around ankles, tissue still laying on the bed, I run over into the... uh, Excited. Yeah, short stepping it because your pants are are restricting how long of uh, strides you can make. I take that back. Sometimes the uh, shorts come all the way off and it's t-shirt only. Oh, and I'm and I'm rummaging through the closet to find uh, the next tape to pop in. So guys are more loyal to porn than they are like their girlfriends. Because you always want a new girlfriend, but you always want to go back to that porn you're familiar with. Wow, that's that's deep actually. But it's true, isn't it? Oh, here, yeah. Isn't it odd? Like sometimes if you've got a chick, you know, someone you're banging at the time, and you see like a porn and someone who resembles her in it, you can't watch that scene because you're thinking, all right, well maybe that's what her last boyfriend was like. Oh no, I, I think I it makes that scene better. And I can't watch. That's like watching your chick get banged by somebody else. You're into that? You've been with her for that long, huh? and you're into that? You're what? just now telling us? I'm not into that. Sick bastard. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Does anyone remember that porn, A Desert Passion? I think it came out on Cinemax about yes, 10 years I ago. Yes, I do. Yeah. That was a really? real good one. It wasn't I that saw good. I your dad. It was a really good one. You're oh, going to tell us anything about oh it? Oh, my God. Tommy, Tommy loved it. porn. Yeah, but still, Tommy would like it because, I mean, they, they well, totally... Isn't that where they're in that jail... Yeah, and they're held prisoner. Yeah, they hold chicks prisoners and like beat them and like deprive <laughs> them of. Listen to him. Listen to him. I had this really odd porn one time uh, where they were. It was a guy doing a girl in a pickup truck, and then he yells at her, get, tells her to get the hell out of his truck, and she goes running off naked, and he looks at the camera, straight into the camera, and says. Usually they don't get away, and it pans over to uh, like a baseball bat and a shovel, <laughs> like he normally kills the bitches. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell did I just jerk to? All right, TL sent me another message. He goes, eight and a half gigs is child's play. He'll download and burn full movies. He says, scholarships alone don't pay the bills. A profit is to be made. He'll download the porn just because there's a lot. It's free. And then he turns around and sells it. See, I don't I don't play with that whole movie stuff. I get about 30 windows up of 10-second clips. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm one hand in it all the way through Flipping to the next uh, the next uh, window. So for you, it's like a whole gangbang. Oh yeah, virtual gangbang with you and just a whole bunch of different chicks. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's like a 40 minute setup of putting everything in the right order. Oh man, are you and Matt sharing the bathroom? No, oh. he's gonna have his own bathroom. He said he wants to use yours. No, he's not allowed. He's not allowed on my half of the. He said uh, when apartment. when you're leaving one day he's gonna Wait, go in there. You're segregating. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Mexicans on this side, blacks on the other. It's all colored. We're all colored. But brown over here, black over there. Um, 
All right, Bees in Merritt Island just won. What's up, uh, what's up, Bees? Hey, man, not much. Um, I was just got to thinking and everything. I didn't get my girlfriend a really sweet gift for Christmas. Um, and she's the one that kind of got me listening to you guys. I was wondering, since I'm coming down to pick up the prize, it's like an hour and a half away. Right. If you guys could maybe hook me up with like a signed promo photo or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of yeah, you betcha. We will, uh, we'll get chunks, grab one. Uh, when are you going to come up, Bees? When do you think? I'm, I'm going to try tomorrow, man. All right. Um,. All right. Well, then we need to track down a photo, and uh, I'll sign it tonight. No, we'll definitely we'll do it for you. You betcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll get that going for you, Beast. Chunks, hey, make so sure much. we find one tonight. Yeah. To sign for him. Yeah, Chunks, sign my name. Yeah, just tell. Counting on you, Chunks. Yeah, just go up to the prize window and ask for me. I'll get you. Get it for you. All right. Hey, there you go, Beast. Hey, thank you. My uh, signature is going to be worth twice as much. All right. So, oh, we have your announcement. Yes, I'm uh, venturing into other forms of media. On Christmas Day, I was in a, a gym. Do you want to take a break? We got to take a break. All right, fine. Huh. All right, let's take a break. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Tuesday night, back live. So much to get to, and I just don't know how it's going to happen. Oh, we got to talk about you guys losing your phones, too. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Uh, Real Radio Hideouts, AOL Instant Messenger. Big ups to Gibbs, who has just stepped in flawlessly, uh, passing Deuce Childeron, uh, just with a bullet. He's the new Mad Matt. That's what he is, the new Mad Matt. Lucky you. Um, all right, so Tommy Bateman has a grand announcement. Yes. Apparently. And first of all, you threw out your porn, which was shocking to me. You say you don't like it anymore. I say you never throw out your porn. You just hide it or put it somewhere, and then, you know, when you're ready to get back into it, you have it sitting there. Or at least give it to a friend. Don't waste it. I mean, you have a lot of friends who could have really used it, especially the DVDs. So what's your grand announcement? Do you need some sort of graduation music or anything for this? Drum roll? Drum? No, that's all right. I'll just say Christmas Day, I was uh, in a weight room. With uh, 50 fitness chicks. Yeah. With cameras. And my first movie, Bateman's Workout Bitches Get Pumped Up, will be released on February 14th. You don't need to watch porn when you're a porn star. You're doing porn? Yes. You gotta be kidding. Alright, let me see it then. It comes out on the 14th. No, let let me see it. No, get out! You're paying me. Everybody's uh, gonna see it anyway. And you guys all have to buy DVD copies. No, dude, I don't want to see your dong. Shut the hell up, then. Stop walking in on me when I'm in the shower repeatedly. I need soap. (laughs) What the hell? What? I need. I gotta clean. Look what happened to me today. I didn't use soap. Look at my hair. You use soap on your hair? Are you serious? That's that's why it does that weird curly matted thing. You're not using shampoo. Are you serious, or is this one of those announcements like you're married? What are you talking about, married? She... never mind. What, she died? You buried her? What? No. Who's she? I don't know what you're talking about. So Let's you're just actually doing porn. There's 50 women, 20 minutes each, and 50 completions. What the... in a row? Yes. What the hell is that? That sounds painful. That isn't yeah. anything I want to watch. I'll do anything for art, my friend. Anything at all. 
Sounds like you're shooting an empty paintball gun. Oh man, that just now you're just shooting empty <laughs> fifty times. That just sounds awful. It was great. I hate so, you. If February 14th it'll be out, all the heretics can uh, buy a copy. I'll be happy to sign it. They won't even have to pay ten dollars. Let me see it. Get out of here! You're not, you pay me. <laughs> keep asking to see his Duke. Hey, if you showed it on video, you should have no problem uh, showing it in here. So what kind of? It's just like a gangbang. It's just me with 50 chicks. And no dubs. There's no apparatuses used. No. I had to phrase it very carefully because I knew that joke was coming. Hmm. 50 women, 20 minutes each, 50 completions. So how, I did take a 20-minute break in between at how, number 26. How many? <laughs> are you uh, doing curls while you're doing it? Are you working out at all? Are you it? looking in a mirror admiring yourself? Yeah, and I say, bend over the preacher curl a lot. <laughs> Get down like you're praying. Pray to the altar of top. I, I, here, I, here's the thing. Here's what I'd like. Is there any way you can move up the release date? Because the hideout will... Oh, I released a lot on Christmas, my friend. <laughs> the hideout will be broadcasting live my birthday, February 10th, at the Premier Adult Factory outlet for the shopping spree that we're going to do. I would love for that to be one of the things at the Premier Adult Factory outlet that we give away. Actually, maybe I'll just uh, do an early release party there and a quick autograph session. Oh, you have that problem? No, I don't. Oh, okay. 20 minutes each, my friend. 50 completions. What is that? Why do you worry all right already? Jesus. I'm not impressed. Oh, you will be. Let me see it. All right. Think they had trouble lifting the, uh... Never mind, I can't even say it here. Uh, Giant Brian says, Bateman's porn is in a weird section halfway between midget porn and normal-sized person porn. I can't believe he got 50 to do it because he is a spotter. If you get what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Well, I can't wait for us to give this out at the Premier Adult Factory outlet when we broadcast live. But the barbell's a shame, my friend. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't even know what... What are you saying? It's big, long... Okay, okay. All right, never mind then. Heavy. Shock jock. Can I see it? You gave your... You got the shock jock before you even said it. No, I was giving it to him. Oh. Well, there it is, Tommy Bateman porn star. They're doing deadlifts with it. <laughs> In between breaks. Do you have excerpts, at least, that you can, I don't have that any we can play the, on the air? I don't have any of the video stuff. I'll, I'll see if I can get some clips that we can play. All right, Matt Albert wants to know if it's going to be on his favorite website, thugsandjugs.com. Thugsandjugs.com? I don't want any illegal pirating of my art. Was any of that going on, pirating? Yes. Ew. I, I figured you wouldn't be into that. A lot of girls had eye patches afterwards, too. <laughs> no, it looked like it. They were just really black. All right, now uh, TL's already telling me he's going to download it and undercut your price. <laughs> no. At the colleges he's rolling at. No. Well, if he wants to contact me, we can uh, maybe work out a side market deal. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Happy New Year's, y'all. I don't know if y'all got what you were looking for for Christmas, but, uh, watch. What? Uh, You're cutting out, man. He was on hold for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And then he hits the dead zone. (laughs) (laughs) Mark and Norman Beach here in the hideout. Hey, how's it going tonight, fellas? Hey, Duke. Fellas, there's a fella there. 
I'm looking for someone to play the role of Bunny for this uh, sequel I'm making to a certain movie. I'm sure you know the movie already. Uh, Bunny. Yeah. Uh, He's a porn star. Oh, yeah. perfect. Tommy Bateman. Now you're already getting roles. Jackie Treehorn. I need a Jackie Treehorn. I need a Walter. I need a, all that. All right, Tommy, what do you think? Are you in? Call my agent. <laughs> what? A, you have an agent? Yeah. No, he has an agent. Oh. What role do you want to play, bro? Um, Tommy, which would you like to be the porn star? Of course. Just Whatever gets the of, most money. Get a hold of his agent that handles the scat stuff, and uh, they'll get a hold of you. She knows what she's doing, though. She's very good. All right, Matt Albert apparently... Always looks like she's reading. Matt Albert was apparently involved in the project because he said Tommy really had to challenge himself. Uh, number 38 wasn't even that hot. She had a hair lip. Was that tough for you? Is that where the acting came in, where you had to uh, still in the 20 I just minutes? had to do deadlifts while I was you know, going to town. I so I didn't even shits. look at her face. All right, well, I can't wait for you to produce this porn for us to have it in hand to give out. Premier Adult Factory Outlet live broadcast my birthday, February 10th. Bateman's workout bitches get pumped up. All right, I think I didn't. The, it sounds like the title just changed. No. Bateman's workout bitches get pumped up. Oh, okay, I see. 50 women, 20 minutes each, 50 complete. Okay, already. <laughs> I like the tagline. <laughs> it's, it's a hideout row radio 104.1. It's a hideout row radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs, back live on a Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We still got the K-Fed song we need to play for you all, so we got to check in with my stepbrother. Yeah, he's doing the uh, 24 marathon. We're watching all three 24, uh, uh, like not episodes, but seasons. He's watching the first three seasons of 24 on DVD in a row. It's Without his, taking a break. It's his New Year's resolution. First season's the best. Actually, he talks about it on his blog. He's in my top eight. He's uh, Adrian on MySpace in my top eight. He hasn't. I want to ask him too about one of his blogs is so hateful toward women. Oh really? Where it it just sounds like he got dick over, and he's just livid. I was laughing. It's great. Um, now us calling him isn't gonna interrupt his twenty four watching, is it? I guess technically he's still watching it. Okay. You know, I think the whole thing is him staying up for. Staying up for what? Is it 72 hours? 72 hours. And hitting play and exchanging discs. But nonetheless... It was doesn't that piss you off when you have one of those things where it's not, it doesn't have a play-all feature and you have to keep on hitting at the next episode? I think everything usually has a play-all nowadays. No, I, I, I bought uh, all the episodes of, uh, of uh, Mr. Show over vacation. And those ones, you have to go back and start each uh, episode individually. That sucks. Um... Oh, Real fast, another thing came out of whose weekend was it? You two losing your cell phones. Mm-hmm. Now, Tuesday night, I guess a week ago tonight, you yep. and I went out to the Blue Room, and I grabbed your phone, and I saw a whole bunch of names in there. Um, Margera was in there. Um, uh, Beth Ann, former Donna Mike producer. You got uh, Jen from the Jenna Torture. You got a lot of numbers in that phone mm-hmm. that are pretty important. Some numbers I don't even you know, know about. And I told you... I'm like, hey, dude, you should write down all your numbers. And you're like, what for? And I'm like, well, just in case you lose your phone, you always want to have the numbers, you know, because you got some really important phone numbers in here. And you blew me off. We went into the blue room, hung out. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know where Chunks is. He needs to book Jeff, the owner of the blue room, to come in. 
and talk. He wants to oh, come yeah. in and be a guest on the show. We got to make that happen. But anyway, so that happens Tuesday night, whatever. And right when you said that and everything, I, I had in my head, I've been jinxed. That I'm going to lose my phone now. I've been jinxed. Is you think that it was a jinx or I'm a uh, soothsayer? I think you jinxed me. Like I can tell the future. Because I've always I've lost my phone before, but I've always been able to get it back. Remember that one night we lost you you thought you lost it here, and we spent a whole half hour people trying to find it at Seven mm-hmm. Elevens, and it was in your cushion seats yeah, at home. Yeah, at home, yeah. So then I'm talking to Tommy Baker. I get a text message from Tommy, like maybe on Thursday or Friday. I don't know. I hate this. I lost my phone. <laughs> F this. And I was just like, oh, dude, uh, Tommy's having an awful vacation. So then, I didn't hear from you. We were supposed to get together on New Year's Day. And I didn't hear from you, so I finally decided, oh, I was going to watch football. Yeah. So I finally call you on your home number, and you're like, hey, dude, I lost my phone. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So what happened? Well, I got pretty drunk out at Church Street uh, for New Year's Eve. And uh, we we went home about 12.15, right after the ball dropped and everything, had one last shot. And uh, went home. We got in a cab. We didn't call it up. We didn't, like, order it. We found it on the street, and we just took it. And got home, stumbled in, fell uh, fell asleep, woke up, found I didn't have my phone. And I had it before I got in the cab, so I must have left it in the cab. The problem is, we didn't call the cab. I didn't look at the cab and see what it was. It was some no-name company. So I had no idea what cab company we took, so I can't call anybody to find out where my phone is. I called a, a few different ones that, sound, that like looked familiar in the phone book, mm-hmm. but none of those were it. So you've lost that phone forever. That phone is gone. What numbers you have in there? Uh, I mean, I had, I had everybody's we've run into in the last uh, four years, basically. Fez. I'm uh, getting this from the Swami. All right, you, you should blame this on Venus retrograde. What's that? So you're a Libra, mm-hmm. and Venus rules Libra, and it's in retro right now, so you're going to have a lot of weird things happening to you for the next month. Actually, I found it to be a blessing for a couple of days there. I didn't have a phone. I wasn't bothered at all. Um, and I got a new phone, which is much better than my old phone. So. But you just lost all those numbers. Yeah. Now, what about you, Tommy, baby? What happened to you? I was here, I believe, Wednesday night working on some stuff. And I went home, and then when I was getting out of my car, I went to go grab my phone and put it in my pocket, and I was like, hmm, that's odd. It's not anywhere in my car. So I just went inside, and I thought maybe I'd put it in my the, the bag I'd bring to work. I tore that apart. It wasn't in there. I tore my car apart. It wasn't in there. I came back to the station everywhere, and it was nowhere to be found. So I started calling it to try and find it. But it just kept going straight to voicemail. And, and actually, somebody earlier in the day when I had my phone said that when they had called me, it went straight to voicemail anyway. So I don't know what the hell was going on. Now, is there anything worse than losing your phone? Because I had a phone die on me right before we moved down here from mm-hmm. D.C. And I was like, all right, we're in the middle of uh, talks with Catherine and Dan. I have, I immediately ran out and got a new phone and threw down like 300 bucks. And we all have Sprint. Yeah. So, but I'm beginning to think that's a big mistake because we don't have those SIM cards. And the SIM cards are supposed to be just awesome because they have all of your personal info on it. Well, like, you, like your phone numbers and all that kind of stuff. If I had my old phone, I could have 
took it there and they would have transferred the numbers for me. Oh, I'd, Sprint does that? Yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah, if you have a phone, if it's not dead or broken, you can get all your numbers out of it. Um, okay, I didn't realize that happened. Mm-hmm. Now, Dubs, so you weren't pissed. Tommy, you were livid? No, I wasn't that mad. I was just, it just, I really wanted to know what happened to it, whether someone had stolen it or if it had been lost in the parking lot. I just hated not knowing what happened to it. No, dude, he was pissed. He comes up to me and goes, give me your blanking phone, or I swear to God, I'll rip your arm off. I have to check my messages. That's just because you had eaten my bagels again. Now, as usual. you can just call your phone number whenever and hit it, put it in a special code and check your messages, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I check my messages. Now, Dubs, what would you rather go out well, without, phone or Internet? Because um, I'm addicted to both, and I don't know what I would want to lose first. I'd rather have my phone than the Internet. I would, I would take my phone over the Internet. Right, if you're on a desert island, what do you want? Phone. Because I have Internet on this new phone I got, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You can do all of it. You taking pictures with it now you got a picture phone? Oh, yeah. What do you have has, pictures of? It has Zoom in it, too. I have a picture of Sadie Lou right on the front of it, my cat. Is your volume turned up on your ringer? No, nah, I can do that real quick for I you. I do that because I want everybody to hear what Dubs' ringer is. Hold on. All right, I'm calling you now. Hold on. What do you mean, hold on? Hold on! That's what I mean by hold on. I have it on vibrate. Kick it up a notch. Tell me how much your phone cost you. I had a uh, replacement plan, so it was only 50 bucks. Oh, I should All right. That. I'm going to call Dubs. Dubs has a very uh, interesting... And it's it's been all over, too. Like, this is... Uh, I, I can't get the stupid song uh, out of my head now because... What is it with you and putting Toto on your phone? I went through. I tried to find the worst possible song to put on my phone, and Toto Africa was on there. So I'm like, yeah. I think there's a uh, Maverick from Mix 100 talking up Toto. Yeah? I know I played that song when I was in Lubbock. Actually, it's not that bad of a song. I, I kind of enjoy it whenever anybody calls. Richard and Titusville, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Richard? Hey, just had a comment for you guys. I used to have Sprint a long time ago, and then I noticed my ex-girlfriend had, uh, when I got her phone, I got it through Singular, and they had the SIM card. And not only is the SIM card great because you can transfer your information in it, but what you don't, I don't think you realize is through eBay, you can pick up a phone for almost nothing. These guys find them, these techno geeks, and they unlock the phone. I picked up a Nokia 3300. And I can uh, I can upload music into it. I paid 80 bucks for it. It's a brand new phone. All I did was slap my SIM card into it, and I'm good to go. I didn't have to pay to switch all that crap. I've heard eBay is the way to go when you're doing the phone thing. Hey, thank you, Richard. All right, can you have people stop calling you while we're on the air? All right, people are saying Toto, best band ever. All right, Villain says, tell Tommy I have his phone, holding it for ransom. I want two copies of the Tommy Bateman porn, one signed copy and another copy from to punch the clown to. Tommy, it's because it's apparently it's taken off. Yes. Hey, is our guest here? Uh, yes, sir, she is. Food here? Oh yeah. All right, Heritage Zeppelin is also here. He brought us in some uh, chicken. 
It's good to be back, Dubs, to be fed. I don't know. I spent way too much money over vacation because yeah. we weren't on the air getting free food. My shoe was catered. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back. By who? I don't know the catering company. How's he busy working? Oh, you know what else we have to do? Speaking of old-time old songs, we need to... Uh... Can you stop, please? You're going to have to change. You know how many people are going to have that in their head now because of you? It really was a good song. Remember the guy with the big uh, guitar in the video? Now, would he always... Is this the one where they're walking through the sands and they're going to the different places, or was that a different Toto song? Or was that a different song? Oh, that's the Land Down Under. Yes. Who does that one? Men at Work. It's completely different. What, they didn't have Mr. Mister? You know, I only got through the A's. There's a whole lot of songs on there. Gadget Goo Goo. You know what? All right. K-Mike says he bought Grand Theft Auto just to hear Toto over and over and over. (laughs) Ironically enough... Introed by a Mexican guy. I guess that's what it is on the uh, on the radio station there. All right, it's a high outdoor radio 104.1. And at 110 pounds and pushing 89 years of age, the recent recipient of a brand new plastic hip, Joseph Blue Pulaski. And in the opposite corner with a combined weight of 210 pounds, Jenny and Jeannie. Are you sure you're okay with this? Just ring the f-ing bell, you fancy. Let's get it on! I close my eyes Only for a moment and the moment's gone All my dreams Pass before my eyes in curiosity Dust in the wind Okay, why wrestling on hold for a while? Are is dust in the wind. Look, please don't beat yourself up over this thing. It's just not your fault. Damn it, Blue is old. That's what old people do, they die. In an endless sea. All we are is dust in the wind. You're my boy, Blue! You're my boy. Patrick Cranshaw, dead at 86. You're my boy, Blue! It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Poor Blue. Rick Blue? No, he's sadly not dead yet. Trash talker. Yeah. He's in the uh, Sporting News Radio grave. <laughs> um, that is a cemetery. Yeah. So anyway, but now the, the interesting that the uh, thing about I, mean, I guess he died of natural causes, you know, the actor, because yeah. he was so old. I think there might have been some foul play. But the great thing about that scene in Old School 
is the fact that Blue dies the way that I think most guys would want to go out with two very hot chicks, topless, oil wrestling. Yeah, but he didn't get to oil wrestle them. Maybe if it was right afterwards. He was on the brink of it. Right, and he just saw their boobies. Yeah. And then he goes he get down. get touch. Yeah, Zeppelin, hideout heretic. He did die with a smile on his face. Yeah, exactly. And, and you got to think about it. That's all we want, really, in life, is to be able to die happy. And I would say that Blue probably died happy. Now, our buddy Shafee is working up in uh, Grand Rapids. No, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, sorry. <laughs> Only Drop it down another 100 markets. Oh, come on. Be nice. What? It's true. So he told me he goes bowling. And I guess the night after he went bowling, a man was there uh, at the bowling uh, alley. Ed Lorenz, 69 years old, bowled a 300. Mm-hmm. In his first in his first league game of the night at the Airway Lanes. Now for, that is a uh, mark that I would love. I would love to be able at some point in my life to say I rolled a perfect game. Jerome Bettis has done it. Did he? Yeah. How? That's what he says his uh, his greatest sports accomplishment ever is bowling a 300 game. I had no idea the bus rolled. You know who else was really good? Oh, he was a pitcher for the Texas Rangers. John Burkett also pitched for the Red Sox. He was a great bowler and also had a perfect game. And uh, so anyway, he bowls a 300. In the middle of his second game, dies. <laughs> Collapse and dies at the bowling alley. By the way, this was his third, his third perfect game of his life. All right, already. Is this Dick Clark? <laughs> Close. So he had rolled three perfect games. He rolls another one, then dies in the middle of his second game. My question, <laughs> all right, my question is how many strikes did he have in that second game? Yeah, well, how close was he to another perfect game? And was he on his way to another set of uh, perfection? And you got to think to yourself, if you're a bowler, is that the place you want to go out? Oh, in an alley? Definitely. In an alley and two after rolling a perfect game. Do you think there are professional bowlers who dream of going out the way this guy did? Well, you know, if he was in such great shape to uh, roll a perfect game, I can't believe he died out there. Yeah, because it takes being in great shape. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen other bowlers. And, uh, like, how do you want to go out, Dubs? What's your favorite thing to do? Would it be you petting your cat? I'd like that. My my cat on my chest, me petting her, giving her loving. Maybe and just with a Detroit Lions win, just at some point. She jumps on my chest, sucks, only, sucks the breath out of me like I'm a baby. You only get three chances to uh, to, to die then, because they usually they only win three times a year. You know, I, if if there was a chance of, uh, if I did die after anything, it would be after a uh, Detroit Lions Super Bowl, Bowl victory. Would you cry if that happened? Yes. The Mavericks have a great shot this year. You think so? They really have a very good shot. Chunk says they aren't going to even make it. Make it to what? The dance. Now you're going to make it to the uh, the playoffs. They have the second best record in the league. Oh, you know, all right. Um, Matt Albert sent me this great website. I want to talk about it later. It's uh, called On the DL. Yeah. And it's about all the pro baseball players it's like this website for pro baseball players mistresses 
where they like take pictures. Oh, that's wrong. And talk about who's good at like what sex and who has herpes and who to stay away from. That's not right. Yeah, Matt Albert found this a long time ago. As a man, I'm offended by that. Yeah. So here are pictures, allegedly, of uh, Kenny Rogers, former, or actually current Texas uh, Rangers pitcher. Country singer? Yeah. And um, his mistress. Does he make chicken? No. That's the colonel? Roy Rogers. Oh, Roy Rogers, my bad. Wow, you're going, wow, the Roy Rogers. That's very regional. Hmm. So anyway, now, speaking of sports, apparently this is the new big thing in high school where varsity teams are now popping up for bowling leagues. Like you're going around and they have bowling. Now, we have uh, uh, Jennifer, who was here, brought us some pizza. In your high school they had this? They had they had bowling for varsity. For varsity squad, you could actually get a letter in it. Do you have, do you get like a letter jacket with like a little pin on it, like a bowling pin? Everything. They get it all. I had no idea. Actually, they get all right, you hold on one second. Let me get let's get a mic in front of you. Yeah, me. if we had a producer, he would teach you how to be on the radio. Since you know you're not a pro, you're just a guest. Actually, we get everything. Um, we get the letters, the varsity, and not only that, if we actually win more than, uh, I think it's 10 games, we actually have our own private party in, on, as part of the school. I had no idea that high schools were doing varsity leagues, especially for bowling. It gets better like the- than, wait, it gets better than that. There are varsity leagues for surfing. There are ones for surfing at Lake Brantley High School right around the corner. Has Lake Br- has Zeppelin, you had that? I was on I was on the Lake Mary surfing team for about a week. <laughs> what happened? You got kicked off, let me guess? No, I got high and passed out on the beach. Mm. You'd think you'd uh, be a starter then. Yeah, because that's, that's the whole thing about being a surfer, high, being high. Well, there are other teams that just really don't make sense. Uh, what, just, is there a Madden team? <laughs> yeah, no. that's, that's going to be... They do have fantasy football, though. They have fantasy football leagues. For at the varsity? They you have can... these leaks. Don't ask me, okay? I had no idea they had varsity fantasy football. What did you letter in? Lunch. <laughs> I got a good letter in lunch. Uh, I'm, I can eat a pig's in a blanket better than anybody in my uh, in my league. No, that would be surviving one of our lunches. Uh, I'm uh, on the varsity uh, Mori watching team because uh, usually I'll uh, skip second period to watch Mori. I'm a varsity tanner. I like, All right. Yeah. K- I can golden... Bronze tan, better than you or any other person at your uh, school. <laughs> K. Mike says, bowling is strenuous work. That was his P.E. college credit. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of people getting going to... Uh, actually, our buddy Reamer had a uh, bowling class, and he failed it. Because right. he couldn't get over a 50. He <laughs> <laughs> was the worst. How do you not get over a 50 <laughs> when you're bowling? And how do you fo- how do you fail bowling? Well, he he passed bowling. He failed advanced bowling. You have to, uh, advanced bowling is getting over a fifty, I guess. And most children and uh, special needs people are getting over a fifty, even if they have the bumpers off. Which, by the way, that's not even bowling. And why sit there and pretend that's just throwing things? I don't. Under- I never understood why the special needs people always get to put up those bumpers. All right, Chunks, you were uh, on a team? Yeah, this is me, Elite. It wasn't for high school, but... Uh, yeah, I was I was part of a bowling league when I was younger. You can get a lot of money if you win them. So, I mean, it's really not... Oh, it, we had a radio station league up in oh Michigan. God. And the trash that was a part of that. 
We should start one for the hideout, the hideout bowling league. The Q106 Rock and Bowl? <laughs> you want to with the Heretics and have a Heretic Bowling League? I like that. Beer uh, is cheap. Yeah. Everybody just gets a nice big pitcher. And we get everybody to sign up, and maybe we have teams, and like it's a hideout team versus the Monsters team. All right. All right. Chunks, write that down for the promotions meeting. We want a bowling league. We just got done making fun of it. Yeah, for a varsity sport, I don't think anybody should letter in it. It's like lettering and dressing. I hear the sports you should letter in when you're in high school. Baseball, basketball, football. Not competitive cheering? Not volleyball, not women's basketball, not softball, not running, not soccer. What, Zeppelin? You're Mexican. How can you say not soccer? (laughs) Just because I'm Mexican doesn't mean I play. Not hate. (laughs) <laughs> I say right, I say we absolutely do a bowling league then. Also, too, by the way, I do need players for my baseball league. we got practice coming up, and I'm needing them. Zeppelin, are you going to play? I'll do it. Are you any good? Because we're not looking for hacks. We yes. need guys who actually are good. What do you yes. usually roll, Hefe? What? In bowling. What's your average? 97, probably. <laughs> I don't. I, when I roll 100, it's a big deal. Oh, really? I don't think I've I don't think I've ever broken 200. Yeah, 200 is a rough one. Yeah, Zeppelin. Well, we can start practicing for the bowling by going to Cosmic Bowling after Open Door. Cosmic. You bowling. know what? We should do that. Go do bowling one night. Yes. You want to do that on Friday? It's like dollar pitchers. Why not? Is it really? Most places, especially the real white trashy ones, you can get 50 oh, cent that, pitchers. And that's what we want. Yeah. That's what we're looking for for the Hideout Bowling League. All right, 407 Yeah, what do you got over there? Well, one, you guys got to do it right. You got to find a place that will, like, give you a big discount on it, especially any groups that you might have should just randomly show up. Right. That will be one big thing, too. Another thing is is that you need to get the guys that are, like, complete morons when it comes to this and say there will be girls there and trust me any guy who is on a bowling varsity league will show up if there will be girls of course they will because they're <laughs> on a bowling varsity league it's not like they're getting anything well yeah, it's hysterical need... i was the only girl so they would randomly just show up to watch me practice and i'm going okay guys we need we need uh bowling shirts too all right so we're gonna try to get it together hide out bowling league all right dubs you're in i'm in I you're, love bowling. You're in, Jennifer, I assume. Zeppelin, you're in. Oh, yeah. All right, now how many uh, are there on a team? Nine. Nine to a team? Nine to a team. You have four that go in mandatory, and you have five five substitutes right, per that, team. That's too many. I say we do, uh, if you can't show up, maybe we have six. You got four on a team and two subs. I think that's the way we do it. Now. Do we do it just uh, if we get uh, good enough demand? Do you, we want like a whole league of just heretics? I think we should do a whole league of real radio listeners in the hideout bowling league. It really did. It worked. It was huge in mid-Michigan. That was mid-Michigan, though. Central Florida. True. I think, look at, look middle, at Zeppelin. In, I've never seen Zeppelin so excited. In the this, middle of any state, you can get a bowling league going. Yeah, yeah sure, you can do it in uh, Florida, Iowa. Florida is the redneck mecca. It's, it's the bowling alley in Apopka is, is like downtown Orlando for West Orange County. Trust me. All right. Well, Dubs, this is what we do then. we got to put the sales team on it. Email chunks if you want to be a part of the Hideout Bowling League. And you know what? The phones are blowing up over this. Hey. There it is. Central Florida ready to bowl with the Hideout. 
Gibbs, do you win? New intern here in the hideout? Do you think you want to be in the bowling league? I'm in, man. I think I can bowl at least a 70. When was the last time you bowled? I don't remember. Now, here's what's odd. Uh, your head, bigger than a bowling ball. <laughs> you oh, ha- I, I got to get, get hat special made if we get bowling oh, hats. Oh, really? Yeah. You probably, when you were in football, but here's the thing about Gibbs. Here's the new intern. He's a great guy. I think he's the best intern already. Biggest head in the world. And with those little glasses on, it doesn't do you any good. It's- yeah, I had to steal my little brother's glasses so they don't. <laughs> it makes my head look even bigger. Um, you seriously, you have. We should have called you Bobble, Bobble Gibbs. <laughs> Been uh, called it before. I mean, that is. I'm sure you wanted to play varsity football, but they had to go to the college to get the special helmet. You like you wear a lineman's helmet, and you would be like a defensive back. Yeah, they just told me to run in everybody with my head. I'm sure that's all you would do. Use it as a weapon. I'm sure, bro, you were great at soccer. You rock him, sock him. I would take a break and would come back. All right, people are lining up on the instant messenger. Eyeball to 233. Um, we could do... Uh, a, 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 Matt Albert Watson, he bowls a 130. Me and BJ used to bowl all the time until I beat him in the career match. What was the career match? We just went there. We told the uh, guy who rents out the shoes... This is a career match. Whoever loses cannot bowl here anymore. <laughs> you can do that? I, this guy was really cool, and I beat him, and uh, every time we'd go back in there, the guy wouldn't give him any shoes. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, I think 18. I, you know, that's actually hilarious. The career match. <laughs> and it's just like, and hey, the, the fact that the guy turned away money because he wanted to stay true to the career match. That's a guy who knows how to run with a bit. He went there with other people before, and he couldn't bowl because he lost to me in the career match. <laughs> I like the idea of a career match. Yeah, Zeppelin. I've got an idea. Lowest scoring person for that night likes Sons. a rental shoe. Oh. Rental shoe shot. Oh, will you pour the alcohol into the, sh- into the yep. shoe? Right. After the game. Chad and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chad? Happy New Year to you. And to you, buddy. Um, I want to sign up for the bowling league. All right, here's what you need to do. Email Chunks. Uh, Chunks is a C-H-U-N-K-S at W-T-K-S dot com. Email, right. email Chunks, and we will bring this up at the promotions meeting on Thursday for the Hideout Bowling League. Yeah, we'll get everybody lined up as quick as possible, so if we can get this done, we'll get it done ASAP. And he's out in Daytona. you got to be able to... You know, you got to be willing to come to Central Florida or to uh, Orlando, or at least nearabouts. Yeah, we'll find out where we can do it at. To make know. that happen. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and Dubs, Tuesday Night Live. Dubs, we didn't get to a lot of the stuff I wanted to. We still have the K-Fed song. I want to talk about going to see The Ringer. Um... We didn't get to our predictions and resolutions. We'll have to save that for tomorrow. I gave my stepbrother the phone number. Hey, get that. That's probably AJ, my step, my stepbrother. I gave him the old phone number. Ah. Uh, was he calling JFK? Yeah. <laughs> hey, call us, dude. 866-277-4969. I don't know where that came from. Rosenberg, what's your name? Um. All right. So on MySpace, in my top eight. I have a few of my favorite people. And uh, number eight is my, my stepbrother, AJ. He's been on the show before. Yeah. He sat in on the old show in D.C. Uh, we I think we've played him on the mixtapes where he lost his virginity over the Internet. 
We haven't played that here yet? I don't have that one. Oh, I have that one. I should have given that one to you. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, he, uh, he banged a stripper while the boyfriend watched. And they met up at Papa Do's, which was, uh, we met up at Papa Do's, which was at, um, which is like a, it, it, am I getting that right, AJ? Where, Papa Do's? Yeah, well, don't give away the whole story. Why? Uh, I don't know. Oh, are people That's- listening? That's really about it, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't realize people were listening. No, 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 I'm cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, damn it. I, I didn't realize people, other friends were listening online. No, they're not. All they right. don't know that story. Okay. Family? I, there's no way family's listening. They damn well better not be. So my that? my stepbrother, AJ, who uh, is a uh, grad student at uh, OU. And he also banged a stripper while the boyfriend watched. Such an Don't ad. forget about that. Um, Who could? So, you what are you doing right now? Um, well, the new season of 24 comes out like two weeks from now about, mm-hmm. and we have all of the previous four seasons on DVD. So what I'm doing is watching them all back-to-back without sleeping. Are you watching it like the boyfriend watched you when you banged his stripper girlfriend? <laughs> no, uh... Oh yeah, actually, there's no involvement really. So yeah. And all right, so and now you get you do you're keeping this up on your blog, um, and the latest update from today uh, at 6:04 this morning, season one is done. I started it at noon earlier. Season two uh, is on now. And have you slept at all? No, I, I I've been up since 11 a.m. yesterday. And. and uh, I start- I started watching it at noon yesterday, so yeah. You're about as loopy as that stripper you banged when that uh, stripper's boyfriend watched you. <laughs> well, that's the key to getting them. Yeah. Uh, now, what's the uh, what's the rule? Are there any rules set up for you um, as far as like keeping your goal, or have you contacted uh, the Guinness Book of World Records for this? Well, I didn't do that until you brought it up, and then like apparently all the way you can you have to put in like a like a submit a thing like weeks in advance and that part of the website was down too so all right so you just do now why are you doing this uh aj my step bro in because this is my love of 24 and i don't know if anyone else has done this yet what so. what love it what love is better the love for 24 or the love for banging strippers while her boyfriend watches i think she might have been 24 years old too nice might have been it <laughs> um all right so here's uh, i'm reading your blog entry Oh, God. New Year's resolution is starting off the year. My New Year's resolution, which I've never done before, are to, one, be selfish, two, be narcissistic, three, be aggressive in what I want. Starting um, the second, I'm going to watch all four seasons of 24 on DVD in a row. It should take about three days plus a few hours. It's both stupid and cool, which is my kind of activity. The the stripper you banged was stupid and cool too. Uh, while the boyfriend watched. Oh, you should read the blog entry before that. One. I'm actually Holy going to. Uh, it's, oh, it's a big ass rant on women. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, hold oh, on a second. Uh, Jack Bauer has a question for you here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jack? I'm Jack Bauer, and this is the longest session of AJ's life as the boyfriend gives him a handy. <laughs> CTU as you under surveillance. The boyfriend never gave a handy. He used his mouth. He just watched 
Is that Nina? Banged his girlfriend. At, while yeah, Big Pimpin' was playing in the background. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that gem. Yeah, Big Pimpin' was on to set the to set the mood for music. <laughs> hey, if it's a matter of national security, then I gotta do what I gotta do. All right, so, all right, let me read. Even that is banging a stripper while the boyfriend watches. <laughs> who is right? listening? Who? who <laughs> not so many people are gonna know this now. This is what you're gonna be. Plus, he's in my top eight. He's my stepbrother, Adrian. I'm my. Does this get you horny when you hear this? It brings back yeah. the memories of you and the stripper? And the boyfriend yeah, watching? This is what I get for contributing. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, here's here's his... Oh, we got to take a break. All right, can you hold on, AJ? You're not doing anything yeah. but watching TV. <laughs> I guess. It's a marathon, but yeah. Okay. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's take a break and come back. I want to read his, uh, his blog from Monday, November 28th. Women aren't worth it. Current mood, angry. Grr. But take a break and we'll come you back. You know what you need to do to relieve some of that stress? What's that, Dubs? Bang a stripper while the boyfriend watches. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You have a vi- Now, why are you really angry? You seem like we're about to read your blog about you hating women. It says that it's women aren't worth it. Yeah. Why that is pretty that? pretty much sums it up. Okay, now, um... Wow, I see talent for radio runs in the family. I, um... I, uh... Being a divorced guy, I completely uh, agree. Uh, but now this is yeah, a little so angry. I... What is um? Do we have some music? Maybe some sad music that you can play for me, chunks, while I read AJ's uh, blog entry. Because what? What are you shaking your head for, chunks? Um, is that 24 on in the background? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> God, is it us uh, season two? Yeah, it's all, it, there's two more episodes left in season two, and then I'm, I'll be halfway through he the lives. whole thing. Yeah, and I didn't realize, I mean, I was going to go back and watch some of the older ones, and I didn't realize he set up his own death. He faked his own death. Well, way to ruin season four or whatever it was. Yeah, you haven't seen that one yet, have you, AJ? Uh, I guess I have now. Oh, sorry. All right, so here we go. Hey, should I tell you about the British guy in season four? No! <laughs> have you not seen it yet? All right, so here we go. Hey, watch Nina in season three. Yeah, Nina is very hot. Because they had like they had, like, play like season one on like channel nine at like one o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Isn't I watch it? It's on A. Oh, you don't have A and E. It's on A and E all the time. Here we go. Here's my cousin uh, or my uh, stepbro AJ. Women aren't worth it. That's the secret, isn't it? Women just aren't worth it. They're like Enron. They know they're not all that in a bag of chips. Which is great, because I do believe it's a 95. Um, so they fudge the results to inflate their stock. This is especially true with sex. Women make guys jump through hoops to make them get some, and the guy has to do all the work during sex for like a five-second payoff. Whereas women can climax multiple times, and they just get to lay back most of the time. And studies show that women's orgasms are better than men's, so seriously, what the F? It also explains why many women don't like porn. They hate they hate it that their guy can look at it for free instead of putting all the time and effort into them. <laughs> it shows the true value of the nanny, which isn't as much as they were brought up to believe, or, or, which isn't as much as they were brought up to and want to believe. By the way, this is just all commas. It's just one continuous run-on <laughs> sentence. That's what you do when you're angry. Yeah, I'm bitter. And maybe this only applies to me. 
Seems like girls will put out for any a-hole without a second thought. Yeah, I gotta spend so much money and time and get turned down for a good night kiss. That's a whole other story right there. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's gonna feel like. Well, for me, it's just not worth it anymore. Of course, I'm sure there are a few exceptional girls who are worth it, but if I meet them, they'll probably be taken or just not interested in me. Just, this, stick, just stick to the strippers and the boyfriends that want to watch you. This is also a plus for all the girls I know, because they won't, because I won't be hitting on them or any other girl anymore. Wait a second. Hold on. Is this some sort no. of a... Are you coming out? No, 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 no. Mo, 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 Mo. And the irony of all this is after a while, I'm sure girls will start to want me because I don't care about them. <laughs> Which is crap in and of itself. I'm just going to stop here. And punch out ONA style. Maybe next time you can bang the boyfriend while the stripper watches. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll find what you're looking for. Apparently that's what it says that uh, you want. All right, this is your one of your blog entries from November 28th. Women aren't worth it. <laughs> now I gotta go through and read the rest of these. Let's see. There's call. What's that one about? <laughs> that was a joke. All right, that was but, uh, that was. What's shakes head itself? Is that like <laughs> is that you talking about a masturbation session or what was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I did some I really freaky. I hit you. Uh, yeah, all right, here's call. Any girl in Norman up for a bang? Except instead of bang, he uses the f word. And then it's some chick <laughs> posts a comment on his MySpace, just laughing. That, that little smiley, little smiley face, laughing. When was the last time you had sex, AJ? Uh, it was just before Christmas, actually. Oh, so you so you banged somebody then, right? Yeah. Uh, hold on a I second. Banged a, a female. You don't have to say somebody. It's a, it was a girl. Okay. My therapist says I'm disconnected. All right. So wait. So you were going to he a therapist? He hasn't sounded this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just remember, trannies count. <laughs> He doesn't care. He just wants to watch 24. Yeah. He's like, I'll just say yeah till they get a hang up on it. Yeah, him. like he's never seen it uh, before. All right. Now, is this Peanut's cousin or brother? Uh, no, cousin. Damn. All right. Sounds like he should pick up Bateman's. Dubs? Oh, Tommy. Bateman's workout bitches get pumped up. Available on DVD everywhere February 10th at 14th. Premier Adult Factory Outlet. <laughs> Watch a whole season of that on DVD. Um, so what's the problem? All right, now Matt Albert says, this kid has figured it all out about women. Good job. <laughs> wow, so, you got Matt Albert on your side. Here's what's funny. There, oh, God. there are so many guys out there who think the exact same way of, what's the point of liking chicks? They only like the a-holes like Tommy Bateman. And if I even try to be nice to them, i got to spend money on them. And then I go to get a goodnight kiss. And nothing happens. If they only like the a-holes, maybe that's what you should like. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> maybe you just swing that way. All right, people are telling me, uh, read his No Choice blog. No Choice? Oh. Is that an abortion thing? Is that why you're pissed? Because she decided she wanted to exercise her choice? <laughs> huh, Brick? Brick? Benfold's <laughs> five? Yeah. <laughs> All right, No Choice. Had a party tonight, as of which 
Uh, as a result of which, I literally have no choice but to view all women as stupid, cheating bitches who lament that they can't find a nice guy when I'm right effing here. <laughs> and they passed me to F the blatant a-hole. This time it wasn't even a question as to his motives and a-hole status. I'm I mean, right here. I mean, damn. I can neither relate nor understand to any of this. God, please help me or kill me. Alright, let me ask you, are you writing these because, uh, is it one specific girl, or is it like no. a lot of them? And are they on MySpace so they could read your blog? <laughs> I hope not. This is like several over the course of like the past year. Wow, dude. What are you doing, what kind of chick are you looking for? Uh, I, the wrong one, apparently, I don't know. What do you, what do you, like, what do you want in a chick? Uh, just... Vagina? That would be preferable, yeah. <laughs> but not mandatory. At no. this point, I figure um, I can draw one on the backside. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need a real one. <laughs> Give me a Sharpie marker and a dude, and I'm ready to go. All right, AJ, uh, do you need help, bro? Is there anything I can do for you? Slap a piece uh, of bubble gum. <laughs> you tell me. I don't know, from your... High loft in Orlando. Can you do anything for me from there? No. Uh, you're no, hopeless. Yeah. And go ahead and shoot yourself because I like how the way you're going to turn things around is sit there and watch 24 for four straight days. Yeah, yeah good okay. going there, Brick. That's not going <laughs> to help you. That's not going to help you get. Right, Matt Albert's chanting, This man is a genius. <laughs> Why don't you two stop being A, ugly, and B, Please. fat and go out and do something? Matt, please stop taking my side. I'm fat, get it? <laughs> I want to see. Right, here's the thing. AJ, when can you come to Orlando? Uh, I don't know. If you can pay for me for spring break, I'll go. Right, here's what I would like. I would love to do a Matt Albert AJ uh, speed dating. Oh, God. With just a bunch of hot chicks around. I thought we wanted to attract chicks to the hideout, not run them away. All right, hold on. Here's our buddy Bobo up in Beemore. What's going on, Bobo? Hey, go. happy new year. And to you, my friend. Love you guys. Thank you. You know, this is, like, really weird and creepy, all this stuff. Why? I, it's just, uh, like, some kind of, uh, you know, sexual stuff. creepiness. All right, here's the funny thing about this, too, AJ. It sounds to me like you're maybe a couple of uh, turned girls, like, girls turning you down from going and shooting up a mall and rounding people up into a Sam Goody. <laughs> Like, that's yeah. where you're going to head to. Is that where you're heading, Brick? <laughs> I'm drowning slowly. All right, now, see, this is your... Okay. You can tell. The guy's full of love. Right. <laughs> you can tell that, Bobo? <laughs> yeah, I can feel it. Oh, he's backed up. He hasn't yeah. released enough forever. All right, thank you, Bobo. Good to talk to you. Okay, love you, buddies. Happy uh, New Year. And to you. All right, uh, Turnip Chick says, Nice guys suffer from nice guy syndrome, what makes them feel like wounded victims. And that yeah, makes stupid. them act like weak doormats, a.k.a. wusses, which is stupid unattractive. Horse. Stupid horse suffers from stupid horse syndrome. All right, that's what you got to do, man. Dubs is, uh, girls are always saying how much they love Dubs, and it's because he's an ass to them. Tommy Bateman hates women, and they love him for it. See, I'm, that's what I try to do, but maybe it's because I'm I'm not like that, that they can sense that I'm faking it. Turn it around, Brick. 
Let's be somebody. Yeah, yeah, the more you try to, like, I hate girls, blah, 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 it never works. It's when you generally are like, I wish this girl would just die and get yeah. away from me. And then they want to have you, like, get the acceptance. Then you so, tell them, bend over the preacher curl, and they do it, and then you film it and make money. You don't give them a cut, because they're whores. They already have a cut when I'm done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> more of a gash. Stop. <laughs> All right. Tommy says to get chicks, all you have to do is uh, get a big penis. Oh, is that all? Well, have you you tried buying a pump? When you come down here, we'll take you over to the Premier Adult Factory Outlet and uh, pick you up a pump. That'd be nice. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send you a nice man ass from the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. (laughs) We'll draw, we'll we'll draw hair on it, throw some bubble gum on it. You know, just tell you how to how to do it right when you find your own man ass. This last chick you banged, what'd she look like? Is she on that MySpace? Is she one of your friends? Chunks. Uh, no. Don't lie to me. No. Okay, what does she look like? <laughs> uh, she was cute, actually. Uh, yeah, I have she some fat? standards. She's uh, She's a little thick around <laughs> the middle, but that's about it. It's not just a nice yeah, yeah. Uh, tire? A uh, couple of stairs, yeah. Wow. All right. AJ, have you, uh, have you slept with any of the chicks on your MySpace? And I like how it's uh, all chicks except for me. And it's my picture of Monica Bellucci. Thank God. Um, I have. Not, they're not my friends now. They're not my friends with now. But I have with two girls from MySpace. Yeah. Who that? Tila Kate, uh, Tequila. Did you bang her? Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, you come out here. We'll get you with Hooch, and <laughs> life will be good. And that'll be your punishment for uh, writing those blogs, not using a uh, period. Um, Bob, I, like I have to pee. Stop, Bob and Deland. You're in the hideout. We got Bob. Well, one piece of advice I can give AJ is just do it, man. Screw trying to pretend to be an asshole and be an asshole. They've... All right. Can't really go all that. But... I'm going to go Nike. Um, but he did say... <laughs> just do it. Yeah, he just said just do it. Well, AJ, I wanted to get you on the phone. You want to check in tomorrow? When, you, when is this uh, 24-hour marathon um, of the four, st- four seasons straight on DVD, which is going to help you get laid? When is that going to uh, wrap up? I believe, by my calculation, sometime around Thursday at noon. By your calculations, huh? That, yeah. See, phrases like that aren't going to help no. you get laid. No. But Brick, Brick, you keep on drowning more and more. And especially, Dubs, you missed it, because in the beginning of his blog, the hate, woman-hating blog, mm-hmm. uh, women who pretend uh, that they're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> I like to take it old school. Sarah doesn't, <laughs> Sarah all, doesn't all return next night. season in 24 either. What? <laughs> Never mind. Stop ruining it for him. All right, AJ. I love you, buddy. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. 5,000. 5,000. He's spreading the word all over uh, nice. OU. But it's Thank a whole you, bunch Brick. of dudes who can't get laid either. Oh, that's our bread and butter. They know they're not all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> that wasn't even cool when it was no, first it, being used. Nobody. I didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> Well, they're a little extra. It's Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Listen to what he's talking about. (laughs) He's sitting there watching 24, and he's using a bag of chips to describe women. 
He doesn't seem convincing, and it was real scary when I was there. I mean, it's why well, was it scary? It what were you scared of? It wasn't scary, but uh, I mean, Hefe. You afraid you, he was gonna tell people? No, Hefe comes up to me and goes, "Hey, dude, my cousin's blatantly like way out there, gay. All right, now behave and don't." <laughs> my stepbrother. Yeah, you're like, don't don't do anything to humiliate him, and and I'm sitting there expecting him to come out in like hot pink pants or something <laughs> like that. And, you know, and I was, yeah, and AJ looks like Butthead, by the way, like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. The Elton John. We're sitting there at Bungalow, and, like, I see the people walking by, and I'm looking at the chicks, and I'm like, dude, I wonder if he, is he looking at all the dudes, or is he checking me out? Didn't he or? hit on you? Um, and didn't he do a couple subtle things to hit on you? I, I, th- mean, I, mean, I thought he left his hand on your shoulder a little bit too long a couple times and everything. That's so funny. I completely forgot we did that. There was a couple longing, longing stares. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert says if he's going to use phrases like all that in a bag of chips, he should title his next uh, blog entry, Talk to the Hand. I can't believe those, like, old school phrases. They were never cool. I don't remember when Talk to the Hand was cool or all that in a bag. Those things were right about the same time. Yeah. All right, Dubs, here's uh, what's going to be big tomorrow. The the miners trapped in West Virginia. Oh, wow. West, uh, well, to, they're going to say that um, rescue crews found one body late tonight. Ah. Where the 13 miners have been uh, trapped after the explosion. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> oh, Dubs, this is going to be big tomorrow. Abramoff pleads guilty and will cooperate. Pled guilty to three felonies, pledged to cooperate in the crim- uh, criminal probe, edging closer to Tom DeLay. Oh, man. Here we go. And this is where it gets good. This is where it all starts crumbling down. Uh, fire crews battle blaze in three states. Still going on. Actually, we should have talked to AJ about that. In Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And officials uh, say air-tipped Iran to CIA agents. Several U.S. agents in Iran were rounded up after the CIA mistakenly revealed clues to their identities to a covert source who turned out to be a double agent. Damn, dude. So that's some of the big stuff that's going to get talked about Agents and double agents? Wow. There's a whole world out there we don't know about. You ever think you'd be good as a uh, spy? Hell no. I can't keep a secret. I can't either. All right, man. We didn't get to so much. We'll have to get to tomorrow. We didn't get to our resolutions, our 2006 predictions, the K-Fed. Ah, K-Fed in his uh, bright new future as a as a singer. I didn't talk about going to see the ring. We didn't talk about Tuttle losing the Hideout Fantasy Football League. He lost and has to do 17 stunts in one night. He still owes us a stunt, as does Tommy Bateman and as does Chomps. No, I don't think those last two weeks count. No, they count, even though we weren't on the air. El Wapo and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. It is the time, my friend. 5,000. Ah, 5,000 to you. Calling in at the end of the show, wanted to say 5,000. Nice. All right, we're getting out of here. Does it feel good to be back? I love it. I had a blast tonight. Very good job, everybody. Um, check out the website, hideout page, realradio.fm. Hey, how about Gibbs? Do we want to grade him on his first day? 
Well, I didn't notice him, so he gets an A in my book. Yeah, A+. Plus. He said he wants to do something with your A. I don't know what that means, though. Gibbs, what would you think your don't first show night? show that gay stuff already, Gibbs. Uh, I didn't get too many mischievous callers, so that was pretty good. I don't taunt them, ass. All right, F. <laughs> All right, now you just got to see, because tomorrow they're going to give you a howl. <laughs> All right, dummy. Oh, you just went down. All of a sudden, you just Ew. went down. Well, That's no. what he's talking about with dogs. No, hey. that's not what I'm saying. Don't make promises you can't keep, Gibby. All right, we'll see you guys uh, uh, tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays, Phillips File in the afternoon. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. And uh, question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I got thick food. Shut up, will you? Shut up! I'm a transaxel. No, 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 no. Mo. <laughs> Mo. No. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Mo. Radio Roadblock. Oh, Tommy, J Dubs, you feel so good. Beat it.